Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Around, and this week we're going all the way back to 1997 for our first ever big four pay-per-view in the WWF. We're going to SummerSlam, but before we get into that, joining me as ever is yawning currently, it looks disgusting, is the world-famous Terry Fish. Terry Fish, how are we doing? Tired apparently from yawning like that. Long week already. I'm keeping you up, Terry. How are you? Yeah, I mean, what time is it? 20, 20 to 9 on an evening? It's it's a long week, isn't it? Well, bloody school night as well. Bloody Greg. school night. I've got you out, I know. Uh, and joining me as well is Lou Markham. Lou, how are we doing? Uh, I ache. I had my first CrossFit session in four months last night. I can, I can, how did it go? I could barely move. I will say that it was very, very safe, very socially distanced. I mean, on the grid. I actually prefer it. The non-social aspect of CrossFit is actually quite good. Well, yeah. I, in fact, a lot of these, um, what we picked up, all these like social distancing things, I quite like. Yeah, a fan of the um, keeping yourself to yourself. Yeah, that's it. You got to Tesco. Two meters away, please, mate. Got to use the service. It's an excuse, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's yeah. a good reason many, to say you get you get, de- you get deliveries. You could just like shout, leave it at the other side of the door, and then just open it when they've gone. How many yeah. meters away are you staying from me, though, when we finally see each other again? Again, oh, this this is like the closest I'll come to you. Okay, well, the the, the side the, of a computer, whatever the distance there. between Hull and Leeds is, <laughs> that is Vi- the, uh, via the internet. The that, is, that is the closest I'm to come to you right now, Piers. Sorry, yeah, Piers. I would agree. I would agree. I feel too close just because we're in the same city. <laughs> we well, live about oh, ten you... minutes around the corner. <laughs> it's, it's, it's far too close. That's why I'm. That's why I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm looking directly at your house. <laughs> that's why I'm leaving, sunshine. You, you stood outside, freak. <laughs> That's what that fish head is. That's what that fishy smell is. Oh, that right. fish though did go. It went viral, though, didn't it? It went huge. Like well, we got our biggest ever listenership thanks to the fish. Thanks to the Terry Fish. Um, are, we, are we surprised? Yeah, we got over a hundred thousand listens. Um, it was trending on Twitter for two days straight. Terry Fish has gone. Has gone viral. Um, I mean, we've all been saying for so long that the one thing wrestling around was missing was the fish head. Not just wrestling around, wrestling in general. Yeah. Well, the world. <laughs> Vincent Mann right now he's sat there he's having a good goddamn pal I love it goddamn fish head just think when we get all the great YouTube comment content, content he's got a fish. as, he's as got well a fish. Terry Fish can put the fish head on while Terry making fish. the YouTube content I see it Terry Fish never took the fish head off 
don't know, my, my head will stink and not a fish. <laughs> it'll just think of like the rubber that it's made out of, the fucking horrible cheap rubber that it's made out of. Right, well, you're saying you you didn't um, spend as much as you possibly could on this fish head. You cheaped out, Joe Peters. We all, we all know you are cheap. You, you know, you bought, your, a real fish head. you bought your jeans off eBay for a start. But... <laughs> I bought a fish head off eBay as well. Anyway, so you did not grow a goldfish to six foot in length and then carefully carve the head and hollow it out? Is that what you're saying? No, because I'm not a monster. Ah, I think I'd have a bit more respect for you if you had. <laughs> not a lot, because, you know, let's not get ridiculous. Say, let's, let's be fair, there's not a lot of it there, is there? Maybe you could use the uh, fish head to hide, hide your bald. To be fair, I could use the fish head to maybe flavour tea as well. <laughs> Make a nice fish stock. Is that why um, you think you relate with fish so much, Joe Fish? Because... Uh, they don't, they, don't have hair, they don't have hair either. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'll add up. There we go. But enough of that nonsense. Two fish. You know, I had enough air time last yeah. week. It's had too much air time this week for my liking. <laughs> SummerSlam 97. Two fish. Was you excited? Did you enjoy it? Was it as good as you thought? Was it worse than you thought? Oh, it's yawning again. Sorry, we, sorry, Pete. If you've got somewhere else to be, <laughs> busy day. Um, yeah, I thought it was all right. To be fair, for the golden era, or well, was it the golden era? Is this what this one was called? I, I always get them mixed up. Cause is this just the, before? Gold is this... the, <laughs> the goldfish, the goldfish era. Yeah, it was. I think it, it was doing WCW. We could like goldfish back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. It it was goldfish, goldfish dust. Goldfish dust. Yeah. Is, um, it, is this the golden era? Or is yeah, this just they, they say the official start of the attitude era is the Montreal screw job, don't they? Which was only a few months late. It was in that weird period, right? It's that transitional period, isn't it? And you you can sort of yeah. tell. But I, I thought it was all right. I'd never seen it before. There's, I there's get some, confused by the whole garbage. Time. Yeah, it, the, the timeline is a bit iffy, but I suppose it's it kind of it also is when WCW was at its hottest, wasn't it? But you always think they were at the same, same time. Yeah. But it wasn't really. To me, to me it, it's in the transitional period, but I, like I say, I, th- I thought it was all right. There was some complete garbage on there, but I, on the most part, I thought it was, it was good. It was more better than there was bad. Well, that's, that's good to hear. Lou, what did you think? Oh, it's fucking shit. No, I'm joking. Um, I thought it was, yeah, it was all right. It was it was weird. I, I thought I was gonna, it was going to be more attitude era y. When it, when it opened with the, well, we'll get into it, I guess, but when he had like Vince on commentary and then the. Uh, I know it wasn't red, white, and blue ropes, but the red ropes and the old setup with the the guardrails and stuff. It was very in between, wasn't it? Mm. It's very, it very much was the transition. So, it wasn't like part of the year, was it? It was. Was it, it getting was their ass kicked? Was that was this part? Was this during the eighty-three weeks? It must have been because yeah, yeah, around this time they were building up to Stark Starkhead, wasn't they? So I think the NWO had been around for about a year. So it must have they been. were building up to Starkhead ninety-seven, yeah, which is the end of the year. Right. Oh, there we go then. But you, you could tell them they were kind of tearing the corner, I think. Yeah. I think they were starting to pump out high quality stuff, just no one was really watching it. That was the, yeah, there was a lot of a lot of story in this one, though. Yeah. Russo must have been about at this point, was he? I think he definitely was. There's, there's one storyline that's got Russo and all over it. Yeah, we'll <laughs> I think he was, because I'm pretty sure anything to do with Goldust has been in the prominent spot is Vince Russo. Um, yeah, he was. He was in charge. Early '97, so he'd not been in charge for long, but he was in charge. Right then, let's stop messing about. Terry, we, we never, Terry, we never mess about on this show. Well, you just put your uh, weird wrist sleeve on. I know my wrist was hurting again, wasn't it? 
too much fluid. <laughs> Are you not left-handed? Yeah, but I use a mouse with the right hand. Uh, and I also eat right-handed. So I have my, my knife in the right hand and my fork in the left hand. I didn't, know, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, some, some people put the knife in the left hand and the fork in the right hand, which I find bizarre. <laughs> if you find it bizarre, God knows what we think. Which way do I do it? Yeah, I imagine you would you would use the knife in your right hand and the fork in your left. Like yeah, that's what I do. Okay, so fork, in else. That, fork in my left and right and knife in my right. That's how a table is set, Lou. So I assume yeah. that's how you would eat. Here we go. We're getting a demonstration. Yeah, he's got a knife. I'd have a knife. <laughs> you should have a spoon then. Right, I see the spoon and the tennis. Where's my knife going? Anyway. That, that's a conversation for another time. That's a fucking spoon. It's not working, is it? <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know. I'm confused myself. Get a kitchen knife. I will answer that. I will answer that question next week. Well, Jeremy's next, next week. Don't even have to, uh, especially sure. <laughs> no, no, wait till the end to see what's coming up. Are Luke you tensling around? Wait. <laughs> Bonus episode. Cutting around. Oh. Watch Luke cut a steak. <laughs> Speaking of food, I've just remembered. I've got, I've got to check the menu for the uh, the arena, haven't I? What is what is the arena? Where 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 are we? I can't remember now. Well, we'll get into that in a second, Lou. Big attendance. You're checking that. Um, I need to do my thing. I normally say, let's get into it. So, All right, yeah. Come on, guys. That, yeah. Format. This is what? I don't know how many shows now, and you forgot the format. Come on, guys. Well, we got invested some cutlery red shenanigans there. <laughs> yeah, well, Terry, Terry Fish, once again, throwing the spanner in the works. Right. Summer <laughs> throwing a knife seven. in the works this time. Summer, Summer Slam Night 7. Summer let's Slam get into seven. it. Boom. I, I hate you both, and I'm quitting. <laughs> Summer <laughs> Slam Night 7. Let's get into it. Summer Slam Night 7. Let's get into it. Uh, for fuck's sake, right, it was the 3rd of August, 997, it was in the uh, Continental Airlines Arena, East Riverford, New Jersey, and you are right, Terry Peters, 20,213 people there. Big which I pre- attendance, that. They did say in the middle of it, it was some sort of record, wasn't it? And I was trying to think what for, because WrestleMania 3 had been. I assume maybe that arena or something, like, or New Jersey, seems as though they were allowed back into New Jersey yeah, for the first we'll, time in years, which we'll get to. But... We'll get to, I'll put a pin in that, Peter, that's great. The, the arena's closed down, guys, no menu, no menu. Uh, no, nothing but, at all. What, what, so you, what, you, what, what you could say is then it's just dust and gravel that are for sale at the moment. Yeah, well, I don't think they'd be for sale. And a, and a parking space. It's not there. It's probably just closed down, though, I remember it, the eyes on Centre became... Maybe they've left some food for you to. Yeah, they went because it's right across. It's right across from uh, New York. If you had to um, take a take a guess, Lou, what would you say? Well, instead of being just on the edge of New York, so it's got to be pretty good, and it it's got. I reckon I could get like a traditional hot dog, but I can go a bit further, you know. I reckon I'd do some good chicken wings. I reckon do some good nachos. I'm gonna base it on because I this is in the New York area, but it's not Madison Square Garden. Right. I reckon they like Barclays Center. Have a bit of. I think I got some buffalo wings from back in the centre. They were a bit too hot for you. They were far too hot for me, yeah, but they were nice. <laughs> you could tell they were nice, but they were just too hot. For your palate. For my palate, yeah. They were hotter than a medium Nando's. I thought you had hotter than a medium Nando's. I used to for a bit. I was trying to match up, but now I've, I've settled to my old age. And, and uh, it, it's me in it that has the, the, the hot Nando's and like the triple XL, triple XL, triple hot, hot sauce in it. I will say that about Nando's. Extra hot just tastes nicer than hot, so I don't see why I'd go for hot. I'm, I'm a medium guy as well. Yeah. If you're going to go about medium, just go extra hot for me. I have a spicy palate. Maybe you I should get some of Homer Simpson's chili boots. I'd love to see you eat the world's hottest chili. 
What we, yeah, well, you're not going to, so it's not. Carolina Rebirth. I would love to see that. Anybody well, tune, like tune in on Friday, twitch.tv forward slash Bell Nation. Which is not this Friday, viewers. It's not, it's not it this Friday. Be, we're recording this. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it will be worth hey, it. My bad. Tune in, tune in at some point because Peter's, he says he's a streamer, but he streams like once every eight months. <laughs> <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash Bell Nation, join me. I just plugged you and then you told people not to. No, do it, because I'm getting my days mixed up, viewers. He's, he's not, he doesn't understand how weeks work, does he, Tony? He's asked us to record early. Because I'm going away. And now he's messed up. And now I'm getting confused. It's some fault. He deserves what he gets. So don't join in this Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Do what you want. You're all free. Anyway, right, Tony Peters has talked. You, yeah, you've took far too much of this bloody you time. I've took about eleven minutes of this podcast. Christ, sounds like you're reading the uh, the latest attitude review. Tony Peters takes too much time. <laughs> I would agree that if I could, oh, share it or something. I would. Right then, we get a weird opening. The national anthem. We don't see it anywhere here, apart from the um, apart from WrestleMania. Me, yeah. yeah, and that's America the Beautiful, eh? not the uh, yeah, because Vince prefers it. Star Sangled Banner. Vince prefers that one. Yeah, I prefer this one. I, I do. I think if the, if the listener out there, good people of America, I prefer this anthem. I'm biased because but I think um, the English, well, the English UK we use it at Commonwealth, don't we? Is the best um, national anthem going. I'm not a royalist and I don't care for any. Hang on a minute, Commonwealth Games, we use uh, Land of Glory, don't we? I thought we use this. Uh, we use I think we savages. <laughs> I think we just go on a complete side note and use like Queen, something like that. Do. A bit, yeah. No, just Queen the band, some British band, the Who. Just name me a British band and we'll we'll use that instead. It's got to no, be a bit I more, think a bit I, more modern, upbeat, hasn't it? Coldplay. I think I'd save the Queen. Yeah. Is is a is a good. Um, it's one of the best national anthems, especially when you're in Twickenham. Twickenham always seems to be the best for national anthem. You know what I mean? I am. I, I gotta say, the Americans got it for me. Nah, I'm not having it. They no, don't sing a lot. Land of the brave, and the home of the brave. But while that's going on, everyone's like, woo yeah! It's great. Oh, no, I see. I, I like, oh, I like the sing-along sing along aspect. Of, of the yeah, game. which is fun. Until you like don't sing on properly, and you've got Piers Morgan tweeting you. <laughs> Who's that? Who's, who's not singing along? Oh, you didn't, didn't sing enough. I'll be proud. Right. Proud of the past favorite pictures of the uh, troops. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> that was true. He's a piece of shit. Right. <laughs> he's not going to fucking listen, is he? <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> That'd be great. We had a listener in London last week. Imagine if it was Piers Morgan. If it was Piers Morgan. That'd be. Piers, I if you are listening, let us know. I heard it was Peter's Morgan. Oh, Peter's Morgan's, <laughs> Peter's Morgan's a prick. Hey, you know, hey, no, no more. I'm, no, I'm putting an end to it. I just nearly punched my mic over because I'm getting that angry. <laughs> let's, let's get into what we're doing. Right. So we've oh, had... I've, got some, I've got some notes on the National Anthem, actually. Oh, for... What? Go on. <laughs> well, you asked us to review the show, so I've written some notes. <laughs> Go on, what have you wrote? Did anyone spot that guy like fucking Dale? <laughs> Dale, no. Is that it? Was that the note? Oh, no, no, I've got two. And then one. There was a girl who was talking to a mate and then realised the camera was on her and abruptly stopped talking, which I found hilarious. <laughs> that yeah, that's good. on my notes, but yeah, just check out fucking Thanks for that. That's that's pretty safe to show, Christ. <laughs> so we've had, the, we've had the national anthem, right? They then go on to a video package and a proper bragging that they're uh, 
but the worldwide. Uh, just, just like wrestling be... around. Well, yeah, just like, like wrestling now we are big in India and Mexico. All over the place. India, Mexico, South Africa, you name it, we're big there. There was proper pushing, wasn't there? Yeah. Not there, um... I guess if they're trying to beat WCW, that's the way you would do it. I feel like this was around the same time WCW did a massive tour of the UK. I think. Right. Well, they, had a sh- they had a show in Birmingham, Bucket T, turned up in a villa shirt. Gosh, dude. That's what I look at, I think, because Americans are not out about football today, so you pick you pick the one city that's got like three teams. <laughs> yeah, there was, oh, it was. It was got booed. I think it always happens in the Manchester ones because they always go out in the Man United one, don't they? Yeah, no, I think no. Santina, Santina got booed, but then the second time when he came, he, he did it again wearing a Man United shirt. And then he ripped it off and he had like a Liverpool underneath it. He ripped it off again, it was Man City, until he got like five down and it was just an England shirt and everyone cheered. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he was Italian. Well, yeah. he was actually Canadian. I think Roddy Piper did it as well. In the, um, he turned up in Scotland with like Rangers and Celtics are fun. Oh, so instead of everyone, instead of everyone shooting, everyone yeah, moved. Him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just don't get it, do they? No. No, they don't, boss. They don't. They don't. I guess if you can move a football team. But also, as well, it's like in in England. You know, we've gone. How many? You know, we've been to one WWE show in Hull. Yeah. The rest of the time, we've travelled like across the country. It's not a big deal for us to go to London or go to Manchester or go to Sheffield or whatever. Yeah, that is true. So, there's no like local team. But there's a local wrestler at Ridge Holland. So. Big Ridge, yeah, Hull Chaos Legend. Ridge. You saw him. You you were looking at this when his um, his Hull Chaos playing days, right? Yeah, I saw him. He's like whipping stick. Andy Whitlam. He's a Hull Chaos <laughs> Legend. <laughs> God's sake. Right, right. What is up with you? Am I working with two amateurs here today or what? Are we going to get this together? Hey, I'll give you notes on an actual anthem doing that. Yeah, right. So, right. Well, they've done the well. Here's, here's my thoughts on it. They should have done the video package, then the national anthem. Seemed a weird order to do it. I guess it's if they want that. No, they always do this at WrestleMania. Yeah, they always do the national anthem first. I, yeah. I just thought it was weird. Because then they have the, the fly pass for this house. Yeah, there. I suppose. Yeah. It's when they do the welcome to whatever pay-per-view it is. Oh, yeah. It's like the first thing they do, isn't it? So, thank you, oh, for, sh- butting. Thank you for butting in there, Peters. <laughs> I'll shut up with and your, go back to not listening again. With your bollocks. <laughs> right, um, we didn't get the actual video package. Uh, this is of Bret Hart versus Undertaker. Pretty much a pay-per-view was built around the Hart Foundation, isn't it? We've got, it's pretty showing the Bret Hart heel turn, Taker's turned face, cause, um, what's it called? Paul Bear is turned on him. Shawn Michaels is going to be the special guest ref. What did we think of this opening video package? It's not for me. It didn't seem as fluid as the ones we come to know. Maybe two years later, went on a bit, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was very, very much of its time, wasn't it? it was I know. Really interested this show, wasn't it? <laughs> but it was all about. Was it? It, it was all about life being fair and stuff like that, wasn't it? It was just an odd. It was an odd sort of undertone message to everything. I'm not a fan of the voiceover like that. I like the. I just, I just like the whether it's the promos that they have. They say. Oh, no, I, don't, I don't mind the dramatic voice or anything like that. I'm not a white massive fan. Lou, did you enjoy it apart from the length? No, I. I don't know if this was by design, but all the way through this show, I had difficulty working out who the face and who the heels for a lot of them. Um. um 
I, w- I would. Well, I think it was at weird time. So the Heart Foundation were pretty much were the heels. They were all heels. But first right? is when they were like not in America. Yeah. yeah. So I, couldn't work what, I couldn't work out what Shawn Michaels was basically. Was the yeah. main one because the next this led to Bad Blood where it was Michaels I, and taking it. I think people and that one night only they, they announced where he was a despicable heel. Yeah. But then he was first. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Was Shawn Michaels not um, supposed to be heel, but it was at that weird time, NWO time, so people were cheering him. I don't know. So I then he suddenly became. Then he was in so, the feud in Bret Hart. Well, wasn't he? So then he suddenly became the face because he was going against Bret Hart, but he was also the heel. But he, he's one of them heels who people cheer, so he carries on being heelish, but he's actually the good guy. He's definitely Stone Cold in this. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just found it a bit weird. But uh, yeah, I thought the yeah the, the intro just wasn't very good, wasn't it? It's, it's not not compared to I always think this when you go back and watch old WWF. It just they got a lot better and they're a lot better yeah. now. A lot better very quickly as well. Yeah, yeah, two years later and they were actually yeah. I suppose it was competition, doesn't it? They had to get better. If you're getting battered every week. We then got on to some uh, some of the WWE do a lot better now when you actually do it. <laughs> you get some really tiny fireworks in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. What was the point? <laughs> it was just like um, the bought a box from like Morrison's or something, you know, the twenty-five pound firework box. <laughs> Chuck some of them in the middle of the thing. Bloody rubbish. But I do enjoy the old, you know, the big blue. Um, until they actually have a match in it, I just like the aesthetic look. Um, we get commentary team of Jr. and Jerry Lawler, and also Vince McMahon. This is the first time we've uh, spoke about Odd Vinnie Boy, isn't it, on commentary? I can only say, thank God, he didn't do it anymore. I quite liked him. Oh, he just... I... Maybe I he thought it was a nice balance. I think it was what was what the issue was was having JR. No, and this isn't anything against JR. Oh, the two player by players again, two by player. I think we discussed yeah. it last week, didn't we, on the yeah, yeah. the Raw One Thousand episode? Yeah, two player by players, and it, it turned JR into like a stats man. Yes, all JR said was where they went to college and who they used to yeah. be. Uh, but I think but, that's what made it um, give it like an old school feel. Was Vince? But then you also get the lovely one, two, and no. Just any time that Vince yeah. McMahon does a close call or close fall, one, two, and no. It's all what a maneuver. So yeah, what a maneuver. There was bits of his personality that came through. What I, I found weird about him was that you could tell. He knew who he wanted to get out of, obviously, because he was the yeah the yeah. boss, wasn't he? Um, but when I felt think... for him when he had to watch that more later on when he Stone Cold gets injured and he has yeah. to be like ah, oh, oh. but it was a great bit. When we get to the um the phone segment, when we get to that, I love uh... Vince. On the com- I love Vince on the commentary on that. I thought it was everything I... you heard about Vince backstage sounded like it was actually true based on his commentary. On that. Right, we'll put the pin in that. We'll get there. So, Peter, you sound like you have something to say then. I can't remember what I was going to say. Can't be in part. Can't be in part. Can't be in the part. He could say it. He's got the memory of a goldfish. goldfish. Oh, hey. Which isn't actually three seconds or whatever it is. Some goldfish can uh, remember things up to four months. Oh, I'm that's 28 years old. No, 27. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Move on. I forgot my Terry, age. Do you want the part? Put your head in the fish and calm down. I've had this. All oh, right, the first match, weirdly starting with a steel cage. So we've got um, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, um, who's with China, and they're going against Mankind. 
Triple H, or well, he wasn't even Triple H then, was he? Some of the still. Uh, he still won King, blue blood, wasn't he? Yeah, he won King of the Ring, beating Mankind in the final. So, for people trying to work out the timeline, DX was um, t- eight days later. Is that all it was? Yeah. Wow. DX was the 11th of August. So that's oh, like, wow. that's two Raws away, isn't it? Like I said, they've got the big blue cage. Mankind's in his brown attire. I wouldn't really call it big. It was fucking tiny, that cage. Yeah, well, it's just... You jumped on that bottom rope. Your head was looking directly over it. That yeah. was a small-ass cage. Before we actually get into the match, can I say my issue with steel cage matches? And I don't mind people escaping the cage. That's fine. If that's what WWE wants to do, that's fine. I know kid, the whole point of cage matches is to keep people in. Through the door or over the top? Yeah, this is it. Right. What pisses me off is people opening the door for them. What is the point in having a steel cage if the ref is just going to open the door for anybody? I picked up a point on this. It's ridiculous. The door is open. I can't think of who it is now. I'd have to quickly read through my notes. Someone is literally about to climb through it. I think it might be Mankind. And then goes back in the ring. You were literally two seconds away from winning and you go back and beat your opponent up. both of that. Um, that might have been it then. But it is stupid when that happens. I just think, what's the point in the cage if you can just escape from the door? I don't get it. I don't understand why they do it. I don't don't mind. It's that classic spot of the the heel man just slamming a door on the head. Yeah, then break the chain (laughs) off. Then break the chain off. Every cage match. See, I don't don't mind the door thing. What I do get, get annoyed at is the pin and submit in the cage. Just have a normal match then if you're doing that. The, the idea of a cage to me is, really, you climb over the top and then, worst case scenario, you go through the door. Pin and submit can just... Well, but no, but traditionally, the idea of the cage was to stop anybody else coming in. So you would just have a regular match inside the cage. Apart from... Was it... Who uh, was it? I, I like the escape I don't mind the escape part. I do not mind the escape part. I just hate them when they open the door because there's no point. You might as well not have a door on it. To me, the, the the door needs to be called for rather when someone's getting roughly near it. They should a competitor should call say like door, say out door, rather yeah. than the referee just go. He's at the other side of the ring. No, you only get one minute of it, and then it's closed forever. Well, punch every prison. Very much had to punch every prison. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's. What I mean, it's the big bamboo leaves outside, <laughs> and the second G. No one You also oh. need some rib, ribby dogs in a hell in the cell on the outside. What else would it so. be if they had this cage and then three more cages on top? Tower of Doom. It's just... I, I hate it. I hate it because I just don't see the point. Right, it should have been a Tower of Doom match. That would be great. That would have been better. It would have made more sense. I guess. Always does. Always <laughs> does. He was a pretty sharp. <laughs> Except, well, I was really fun. What's going on with you, that? The person who got pinned wasn't even in the match, was he? <laughs> no, but you know. If you are interested in who got pinned viewers, listen in the archives. Yeah, go back to the archives, I can't remember. So I'm going to have to go back to the archives to find out what happened. It's so fun. No, it was right. Randy Savage was out and then he came back in and pinned him. That was it. Yeah, yeah but he won it twice. He scared the cage to win it and then he went back in. But did he not pin Ric Flair, who had already, who'd already been eliminated in the yeah, top? Yeah, he eliminated Fever. Yeah. He left, didn't he? Hogan and Savage left. And then Savage... Oh, shit, I forgot to pin him around again. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, he was already out. <laughs> Christ. Oh, God, that's brought back some bad memories. But if you want to bring back them bad memories, in the archives. Episode one. Episode one, wasn't it? Episode one. 
So we very good. We weren't very good then, so listen, but don't judge. I mean, we're, we're not much better yeah. now, are we? Let's be honest. <laughs> we seemed more structured back then, so you know, maybe some of us are racking back with them times. But the, the cage match, I've got my good grievance out of the way. I thought it was actually all right. There's some pretty good spots in there. There's a superplex on the top. There was a bit I really liked where Mankind suplexed Hunter Hearst Helmsley, so he was then hanging on the cage, which is something yes. you can only do with that cage. And is that when he just kicked him in the head afterwards? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love that spot right down, yeah. Uh, it looks sick. There was actually uh, some really good points. Um, China's getting involved all the way through, like she does. She's just a classic right. heel. China. China was rubbish in this. Right. She chucks a chair in and almost hits Triple H yeah, with the I've chair. I've got many issues. She did that. She nearly killed Jimmy Corderas <laughs> by pretending she was going to throw him into the door, missing the door, and just fucking slamming his head right into the steps from like an inch away. <laughs> and then there was a bit where she climbed the cage to get Triple H out. And Triple H was like, fuck off, what are you doing? It's not time yet. So she left the cage again. Then Mankind did his jump off the top and she went back in and did yeah, the same yeah. spot again. So that spot yeah. was um, Mankind, not triple, he does like a he does DDT or something on the chair. I did something yeah. on the chair, didn't he? And then he, he set up for the pedigree, don't they? Yeah. And then there's a back body drop. Yeah. Which is obvious that was going to happen because when Triple H sets up for that pedigree, he's nowhere near that chair. And Vince is going, he's going to pedigree him on the chair. And it's like, he's not though, is he, Vince? Because about 10 inches away from it. Yeah. And so Mankind leaves. Gets all the way near to the bottom, decides, no, I'm a psycho, I'm going to go do my Jimmy Superfly. And then I'm pretty sure I have a Vince or JR says, you can hear the crowd chanting Superfly, and you really can't. Because <laughs> I even rewound it to see if you could hear it. <laughs> you really can't hear him. Thank you, Vince, for it. Oh my yeah. god, you can hear him chanting Superfly! <laughs> so he does, his, uh, he does his elbow drop from the top, which is actually pretty good. Well, yeah, that's obviously... Big, uh, it it was it, a big moment in Foley's fandom, wasn't it? I think he always cited that as the point where he realised he wanted to be a wrestler. Well, he, he was there, wasn't he, that night? Yeah. I think it says in his book, doesn't it? And that was his chance to, to recreate. So, fair play. How mad, is, how mad is that? That was a big spot back in the day. Yeah. yeah. When you now see... Now it happens what, on like every, every cage match. I remember Matt Hardy doing the leg drop. was on Edge during their feud. When that was Unforgiven they were in Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys at Unforgiven 2000 was a cage match. Oh, you think a single suit? Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Like 2005, 2006, yeah. or whatever it was. And, I'm pretty, and that looks, that, that for me is one of the best spots I've ever seen. And then there's that stupid Rikishi one as well at King of the Ring 2000. Is it King of the Ring? I suppose you can name that When Rikishi. Was that just a random ref set of Raw? No, it was on a pay-per-view, because I remember that was one of the first things. Oh, no, I think it might be fully loaded 2000. It was at some attitude here, and literally Rikishi jumps off the top, and you're like, oh, my God. So you can do it later on, though, because the cage got substantially bigger. Yeah, but, it it's had... Rik- yeah, but Rikishi well, yeah, jumping off. No, I get that. Mean, that's, that, that's more the point I was making. Well, you've never been able to do that on the blue cage, have you? Because there's no, no stanchions at the top. No, 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 no. no. Um, but I, I, I thought... It's weird as well to think that they opened with a cage match with two stalwarts of the Attitude Era, so in like a year's time, these two yeah. were like two of the up-and-coming main mm-hmm. guys. Other matches I would have started with. But um, yeah, yeah but so... China ruined everything, basically. That's the point <laughs> yeah. I want to get across. <laughs> Mankind does his... I uh, wonder they didn't invite you back for all 1,000. Does, he, does his elbow <laughs> drop. 
Have you, right, yeah. So then mankind escapes, and then China comes in and pulls him out. Actually, do a very good job of pulling him out. He's laid on the floor, and the dude love music plays, and he starts dancing whilst he's laid out. This is great. This is where weird. Where he's tapping his foot. Yeah, just tapping. Yeah. I didn't realize he was tag team champ as dude love at this point. Yeah, he was with, with Stone Cold. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Yeah. Wow. Well, um, major props to the guy dressed as dude love in the crowd. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He was in it for hours, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, another thing to mention in this match was there's a lot of Cactus Jack uh, references, and then Cactus Jack debuts later on in this feud. This is the whole where um, Dude Love and Mankind are doing the, oh, I don't know who we should fight, and then, like, I know a guy. Cactus Jack comes on the on the um, Titan Tron. Oh, was that then? Yeah. Oh, the first time. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. the second time, but that's where he took the mask off on it. Yeah, that's where he takes everything yeah. off. Triple H is yeah. like, on the ring, yeah. I thought in this match, I just think Triple H is weird early on, isn't he? It doesn't suit him, does it, that it's, blue blood? Well, it's like a kinetic of blue blood, but also from the streets. It's weird, isn't it? Because like, um, he keeps this look for a while into DX. You don't realise, do you? Yeah, yeah like you say. Like, it's but... like a year into DX before he drops this whole facade and is how he looks a... now. He didn't take his um, long tights off till he was sort of in the main event. The yeah, second, the second game. Yeah. yeah. But having said all that, oh, there was another bit that annoyed me in this match. I've got a lot of nothingness. Hunter S. Helmsley, right, at the start, having a cage match, he's like, yeah, bring it on, Mankind, I'm going to do it, yeah. And then immediately goes for the door. Come on. Start nah, fighting. It's, it's a chicken shit here, like. Yeah, yeah I don't get that. it. I just, but, yeah. You know what I mean? Just have a fight, pal. Anyhow, Lou, first match. What did we think? Yeah, I thought it was quite good. You know, you know, as I've said, China ruined stuff. Um, but it was alright. I think it was. I didn't realize how early on the whole cage match, meaning it was there was going to be an obvious interference. Like it's just hours, isn't it? Yeah. It happened this early on. I think that was like a mid two thousands thing. But yeah, no, I, I thought it was a solid up. Not to be honest, it was a good spot. Sixteen where, minutes. Where, where I had him hanging in the in the cage. It didn't seem like sixty minutes. It went really quick no. actually. Um, I've got as far as saying this is possibly my favourite match of the card. Second or third longest match was two sixty minutes. Possibly my favourite match of the card, I think. Wow. I really enjoyed it, yeah. Um, yeah, I, no, I would have. It was the yeah, top three. Even, even our China ruined stuff. Top three for me, I think. Yeah, I thought it was my th- I thought it was third. Yeah. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go number one. Fuck it, I've done it. Wow. Cast on me. Right. Hey, Peters, what did you think? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, it, it is weird, like I said, to think that in just a few short years, these two would be like two of the main guys in, in the Attitude Era. But it, it's weird as well, because you wouldn't really open with a cage match now. But I, I thought it was quite an entertaining match, really, for and showed what they can both do. And that spot off the top was ridiculous. It's weird, isn't it, how people seem to be linked throughout their careers. So you've... Everyone says the making of Triple H's champion was the Cactus Jack feud, whereas people also say that this was the making of Triple H as to why they thought, oh yeah, we'll put him in the main event group, DX, was this feud. It's just weird how Triple H and Mick Foley are, are linked. You know, you always get sort of wrestlers like that, where they just come up at the same time and you have this feud and then they're just linked for Like Cena and Orton, they like run yeah. side by side, aren't they? Is what I can think of. But um, you can even say the New Day and the Usos. They're just linked. They don't, they'll never get away from each other. And their best matches are always against each other. And Seth. 
Roman and Dean Ambrose when he comes back. I know they're in a tag team, but then they were all against each other, weren't they? So, yeah. Or not, all the sort of feuded with each other a little bit. Stop, so. stop angering the internet, Peters. <laughs> Dean Ambrose was a thing. Deal with it. <laughs> no, don't, you, don't you mean it was a job, actually? actually I think you had Dean Ambrose was just like that. It's not, my, it's not my fault everyone likes the big dog. <laughs> Everyone hated, everyone hated Roman Reigns, but they all really got a boner when the Shield come back, didn't they? <laughs> you know what I mean? Every time they did the Shield powerbomb, everyone loved it. And you know, enough about modern fans. Let's get we'll back go on to, to We'll go on to fans who didn't like Smith the Ring. Um, take that. Out. We've got um, the Headbangers and Gorilla Monsoon. The headbang- what a weird mix of people that is. They're accompanying uh, the governor of New Jersey, Christine Todd Whitman. And let me tell you, she's not popular. Uh. <laughs> I, I when when I heard those resounding boos, I thought they'd forgot to edit it. I didn't realise how badly hurt she actually was. So she was a Republican candidate. She'd been in for quite a while though. She did she, a lot of things with taxes, I believe. She well, got narrow, so. Vince, yeah, I, I Vince does fucking... not does not want to pay taxes. Vince oh, good good job, Governor. Get rid of all taxes. <laughs> she cut right. it from she cut it from seven percent to six percent. Wow. Um, removed right. excise yeah. taxes on wrestling. There you go. So that's why that is the proper reset for my for the first time ever. But like no wonder she got booed. Like imagine now if they had like a, we went to the show in the UK and like oh it's fucking Michael Gove. Like, yeah. <laughs> everyone cheer him. Like it's not gonna happen, is it? Like, it's fucking grand champ. Like uh, what? No. Grand champs won't be allowed because he's he'll still be on quarantine for going to Spain yeah. in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Sorry, why you're still all there? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? Like, I get that he's a Republican because you know apparently every millionaire is. That's how it works. Yeah, but you have like Tories. You have a gonna be, especially up there in New Jersey. I know she was governor, but in the cities, yeah, not popular, is it? Can we also appreciate the the newspaper clippings they put up on the pictures with <laughs> <Yeah>. the Undertaker? <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing to put up. <laughs> uh, uh. Don't know. It's newspaper clippings and the Undertaker in full Undertaker outfit with the governor. It is just quite. Oh, that's not the one I was thinking of. I was thinking of the other one where they put the newspaper clipping up and they didn't edit out all the headlines. And the headline underneath said like 15 killed in bomb or something like that. Oh, I didn't see that. I was just looking <laughs> at the Undertaker in full piece. So, you know, obviously, you know, the newspapers have more yeah. than one thing on them. And the main one they had was like a section in on the top so they showed that but they left the headline in underneath so they said like wwf coming back to whatever sure it was at this point it's definitely this pay-per-view wait I, 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 no, more importantly right 15 people got killed by a bomb yeah, yeah. and the main headline you're telling me i don't know if it was the main headline wwf Oh, since someone's slamming your chest. With a picture of the Undertaker who's, in full sort of get Who's up. fucking editing this newspaper? What psycho is editing this newspaper? I, I don't know if that was the one, but... Um, I didn't notice any of that. I was too busy laughing at the picture of the Undertaker. But also, yeah, rest in, rest in peace, everyone. Who, uh, yeah, rest yeah. in peace. I'm going to try and get newspapers SummerSlam 97 off. See what are you doing that? I've been what did, my it's got dark outside, it? What did you both think of Todd Pettingill? Um... I thought he was a fucking pervy piece of shit, and I'm quite glad this was his last ever WWF appearance. Was this yeah. last ever? It is. Ross has been. There's a redirect notice. What, what are you giving me here? Just click on it. So it's from the Journal and Courier. And uh, yeah, it's, it's not letting me do it. 
wrestling fan loses sleep. Oh, this is for the contest. I've jumped the gun a bit here. Oh. It's a wrestling fan loses sleep over contest. Oh, God. It's, it's thing. And then the headline underneath, yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 killed in bombings. And they didn't edit it out. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Why, was, why, did they, why would they not blare that? Why would they not zoom in a bit? <laughs> the top oh, one? good God. <laughs> Grop it. I don't understand why they didn't crop it. So that's for the, the competition, but this bit was the bit with the, the governor had the undertaker in full get up as well with the governor. That was incredible. She got she had the belt for some reason. It was Yeah, she got presented with a belt by Gorilla Monsoon and the headbangers turned up. Basically, if anyone doesn't understand what we're saying here, she did Vince a favour. So Vince gave her a belt and put her out on the pay per view. Yeah. She got bold, as as you would expect. So that was yeah, well, top petting the, girls. You can't, you can't be a politician and go to an event unless you're Jeremy Carbon in Glastonbury. Yeah, oh where was it where he um someone asked to take his jacket and he went, No thanks, man's not hot. Yeah, which yeah, yeah, that was great. It's the only reason I voted for him. <laughs> Maybe not that. Danny had that Pringle. It was 100 percent the main reason. He's got a Pringle, Jeremy. He's got a Pringle. <laughs> anyway, he high fived a woman's tit as well. Oh. <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's typical Tari bringing it down. You know what I mean? Tari Peters. There we go. But you know, he was I right. Gobs. Carbin, right. Carbin was right. Anyways, <laughs> so goldfish dust. Right, yeah, moving on. So this is Tay Peter's favorite match. We've got uh, Gold Dust. Come my favorite match. Coming out with Marlena. Um, he's going against Brian Pillman. And the stipulation for this match is because I was right when I said it the other week. Every there's a stipulation for every Heart Foundation member. I didn't realize he was a member of the Heart Foundation. Yeah. Uh, if Pillman loses, he has to wear a dress, which is on a mannequin outside. I think this only a few months before Brian Pillman tragically loses his life, isn't it? It's not long before. Yeah, it was before the night before yeah. Bad Blood, wasn't it? So yeah. It's been a couple of months after this, yeah. But he's had the, I was, from what I was reading, he had a really horrendous ankle or foot injury. Didn't he break but, his ankle or something? That that seems to ring a bell. Yeah, he did. Car, yeah. Was that a car accident? Or a I'm not accident. sure. But for, considering he was wrestling with a bad foot, he did, you know, it was still not a bad match. Did yeah. um, What did you make of his music? Oh, I read the worst thing I've ever read. It, it sounded like something off a cheap horror film. It was WCW. It did not fit him. It was WCW. Bad. That's not yeah, what it was. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good as music. You can't, you can't remember it, can you, Luke? No, I, I could, but I, I remember it having a better one on the games. There was like one where I used to use his entrance music as um, my entrance music <laughs> for my wrestlers. <laughs> Maybe it was that same one. But it, it, wasn't, it, no, it wasn't the same one, but I can't remember what it was like. The one when he was flying Brian, was it? Possibly. Yeah, I was sure what I was like, but I think it was different. Must have been. Right. So, um, it only goes seven minutes. It starts off pretty hot. Pillman attacks Goldust straight away. He one point uses Marlena as a shield. There's not a right lot of wrestling in this. Although he's he's running after Marlena and he almost catches. He literally is like running alongside her at one point as well. That that bit could have been executed, but. And then we'll, we'll go to the finish. Uh, Marlena hits Pillman with a loaded purse. Uh, and then Goldust rolls him up and wins via pinfall, so Pillman's got to wear a dress. He's not happy about this, so he completely smashes the mannequin off, <laughs> rips the dress apart. Say, Peter, is it your favourite match on the card? Tell it us wasn't why. Like, it wasn't my favourite match on the card, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> is it? He did see it. That was his favourite match, didn't he? Of all time. I said it's one of my favourite matches. Is it? One of your favourite matches ever, you said. No, yeah, it's, it's, give it's over. Saved him, 
It's saved in Peter's file. It's on his favourite matches. God. <laughs> How will Meltz give this half a star? I don't know. Meltz is just wrong. If this was in the Tokyo Dome, this would be 284,000. I mean, I would, I would give it two stars. I didn't think it was great. I liked it because, to me, this is a time when Goldust is still quite the, the monster and not the ridiculous sort of skit. But it also highlights to me that, how, that Goldust can do sort of the monster heel or the the, the nasty heel and oh. then the um, the comedic go away puts his foot in the toilet bowl. But Goldust was the face. Was he? Well, yeah. I, I, to yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So I mean, it's, it is different on this show, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's not as black and white as it has been on other shows. I well, thought this he... is a good guy, yeah, though, because Brian Pillman's the heel, because he's part of the Heart Foundation. Right. Well, yeah. to me, it was heel versus heel, so I thought <laughs> it was hard to follow face and heel all the way through the show. But... but I really like Brian Pillman as well as a as a wrestler. I think he's really good, really talented. And like you say, it's it's very, just a shame what what happened to him. What did you think, Lou? Uh, I wrote some extensive notes. I put and also Pillman uh, versus. Okay. The sunset flip where Goldust almost lands on his neck is horrific. He is just fucking jumping in there. Right. <laughs> Proceed. Side put. Just on another note. <laughs> Proceed. Yeah, uh, Peters, you know you're saying it was heel this heel. Uh, Goldust 10th face in December 1996. Right, okay. Fair dude. <laughs> so, there we go. <laughs> 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 So I, was wrong, I feel like we've really built up my review now. This, this well, <laughs> so I put Pillman versus Goldust. Okay. Oh, well, right. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't astounding. It wasn't the best thing I've ever seen. He's gone. He's had enough. Peter's has ran off. <laughs> Sorry. We've been a bit too harsh on his back off. I got his back. I was turning a light on. Anyway, oh, I was gonna say we can't see how dark it is because you've got the stupid background on <laughs> of Kane Mankind as tag as tag champs with Paul Bearer in the middle. Kane not even in debut at this point. <laughs> and it's the wrong mankind. Yeah, it is. He's not in the brown. Yeah, gold it was gold was best Brian It was alright, it was there. I would maybe have started with this match instead of the cage match. That would have been a good one to start with. It's, definitely, be- it's definitely better than the next. Favourite wins, I guess Mankind wins, but it's a just easy opening match. We then move on to uh, the Godwins versus the Legion of oh. Doom. There's an, there's an LOD promo, loads of shouting. Which, um, makes no, which makes about as much sense as the last one that yeah. we watched, I think. This, this um, happened because uh, Henry Godwin broke his neck after a Doomsday device, and he came back in eight weeks. So he actually broke his neck, did he? Like it cracked a it cracked a vein. Ah, uh, right. You know, you know what they spell, don't you? The the initials. Yeah, hog and pig. Hog, hog and pig, yeah. And one of them, Phineas. Phineas, I. Don't think they have middle names. No, they just have the initial. But uh, Phineas became Midian. Yeah, classic Dennis Knight. And he took oh. taking his clothes off and got weird. Yeah, and got naked Midian. I thought um, Dennis Knight was a guy in Jurassic Park. No, Dennis Knight is Midian. Yeah. Who's the guy in Jurassic Park? Dennis Nerdy. No, no, Jeff Goldblum. Ah, sorry. <laughs> Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson as well, because he's in every film. Yeah. Vince Vaughn's yeah. in the second one as well. Yeah, there you go, Luke. Yeah, he's, he's a mistake to make. Yeah, yeah. Um, this match, I thought, was absolutely shite. Um, <laughs> a lot of banners in the crowd for a bit. Yeah, that's weird. He, he it stays, stays for the rest of the show. Yeah. <laughs> He's in a music video as well, Hulu Obama. Is he? Yeah. Cindy Lauper, isn't it? Is that what it is? I don't that's know. A, that's how um, 
and Cinder Lapa got into wrestling, which is how the, the rock and wrestling got into to, how the rock and wrestling and MTV and WWF relationship happened, which is how Mr. T got into WrestleMania 1. So what we're basically saying is that Lou Albana slash Cinder Lapa is the cornerstone of modern professional wrestling. He's <laughs> made it, is that what you're saying? Genuinely, yeah. That's how he started, yeah. Certainly. Yeah, this match is just rubbish. LOD go for the Doomsday device, but it's blocked. They then win after a, a double team pile driver. Nine minutes. Um, I'll let you two do your um, your reviews first. Terry Peters, what do you think of this match? Crap. One word review from Terry Peters. I'm, like, I mean, I'm liking that. that was... <laughs> do that all the way through. Why was it crap, Peters? Crap on it. It's it was the... just it was just boring, wasn't it? It's, it's just not I don't want to sound like that guy, the new guy who likes Mother Racing and hates all the old stuff. And says, I don't mind. I don't mind. It's hype job in history wrestling. I don't mind them, but I don't think they're as good as what people make them out. But I just think the Godwins are terrible. Yeah. I just don't like. I just don't like the Godwins as a thing. Come up with a Confederate flag as well. I mean, yeah, 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 that's fair. And, and they I, had I, I thought, um, again, who was the face and who were the heels in this match? I L- LOD was LOD the face. LOD face. They got a massive pop. So basically, the Godwins had just come back as heels um, because they wanted to start hurting people like Henry got hurt. Uh, but the Godwins, again, it shows how traditional... This is when they take... There was pig farmers, and now they're just southern boys. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. I was going to say, when they were the farmers, that's when they were, like that was still like a couple of years ago, and this just shows how transitional this pay- pay-per-view is. Yeah, um, Hillbilly Jim is the manager, so he's probably still talking now. Oh, he's still doing his Hall of Fame speech. Yeah. yeah, I just thought the commentary was very distracting. But how, I mean, that's why I was surprised that because King was having an eye gun. But then he was like he was singing heel, the prison at the end. It was weird. Yeah. But how can Meltz give this half a star and then give the previous match half a star? Yeah, that is, this match. Just you know what I mean? That that's what I mean. That that's what I didn't get. The the last match was so much better than this. But we even started with this match as well to get the water rush first. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I got really bored watching this match. So I came up with I uh, researched Legion of Doom and got some facts. Go so it's all your facts. Legion of Doom, I thought was always made up by WWF. Was not. It was first used in Georgia Championship Wrestling, where it was the Road Warriors. Georgia. Geordie Championship Wrestling. Georgia. Georgia. So yeah, there was the Road Warriors, Jade the Snake, Roberts, um, and The Spoiler. More facts on him later on. Um, and they're managed by Paul Ellering. Who's The Spoiler? So the spoiler? No, Lou, The Spoiler has a bigger influence on wrestling than you think. Is it The Shopmaster? Big, no, because... No, I don't know. Okay. Right. You're just a random fella. He didn't actually do anything himself. But Matt, a certain Matt Calloway, or The Undertaker, uh, really admired him. And that's where Taker took his top rope walk from. Oh. I took his top off from. Also, this absolutely shocked me. Animal is whose brother? Oh, it's so really bizarre. Is it John Laurinaitis? John Laurinaitis? That's John it. Laurinaitis? It's so, but yeah. So he's... <laughs> What? Did everyone like, know this? this is I do that. Yeah, people yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I was completely shocked. Has he, not got a, has he got a son who plays in the NFL? Yeah, I don't know. He's, they've got another brother who also wrestled. That's like being just on Hull City related. This, that's like being the third Dawson brother, in it. You know what I mean? Not being Andy or Michael, just being the other one. What's his name? Kevin. Macclesfield. Kevin, Kevin, yeah, that's the Kevin. Kevin, Kevin. Kevin Dawson. As if Michael Laurinaitis 
Yeah. Uh, I, Johnny Ace. It's weird because they don't look anything alike either because obviously Johnny Ace had the long blonde hair and Animal had a, well, whatever he had. Yeah, Lou. Johnny Ace has got two five-star matches. Has he? In Japan? No, one was against Cena at like Breaking Point in 2010. No, I think they were both in them. Yeah, they were off in Japan. Yeah, uh, so his other brother is called Marcus Laurinaitis. Um, he was known as Terminator. That's Arnie. He was part of the Wrecking Crew. And you're right, Lou, his son, James Laurinaitis, played for Ohio State University. Um, he was a finalist for the Bookers Award, the best linebacker in the country. He won, he won the Bookers Award. And then he was drafted by St. Louis Rams in the 2009 LFL draft. And then in 2015, he moved to New Orleans Saints. Ah, there we go. Is he still there now? Uh, I believe so. Wow. Fair play. Um, doesn't really say. Hang on, why were we on the Laurinaitis family? He's retired. Is, is John Laurinaitis still married to Nicky Bella's mum? Yes. Yeah. There we go, yeah. Weird. It's, what an odd family. Small world. Weird tree. Weird, weird tree. Yeah, it's. He's doing. Oh, that's just weird. But speaking of weird trees, the guy in the next segment. So. What <laughs> a segue. Yeah, so um, that was the Godwins and Legion. Don't know for me three fat. I'm shocked that everyone knew it was Laurinaitis' brother. Really. You thought you had a real hot fat there for us, didn't you? I genuinely had no idea. I don't know where I read it, but I did, I did know it, obviously. Yeah. You know, Legion of Doom. So not everyone can stop having the got Vince McMahon now for not calling them the Road Warriors. Because those already Road Warriors was the WCW thing, wasn't it? Which is their thing, wasn't it? Well, they were the Road Warriors as well, though, weren't they? Because they were Road Warrior Hawk and Road Warrior Animal. Wasn't Road Warriors linked to yeah. Mad Max as well? Yeah. The film? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We can all agree, though, the... The best incarnation was when Heidenreich joined, right? Oh, God, get out. Huh? Is that LOD 2000? No, LOD 2000 is Droz. Droz. Yeah. It's Droz when Hawk falls off the Titan Tron and kills himself when they make real life, a storyline out of his real life drug and alcohol problems. Oh, Christ. When Sonny is the manager. Yeah, that was. So, well, speaking of Sonny, that's a good segue. Oh, to... there you go. Forget the weird tree, Sonny. So here we are. So now we've got the. Uh... Oh, God. The million dollar draw with Todd Pettingill. They've got two people that, who they've found who've, like they won a competition. Won a competition. I think one the kid them... won a house and sold it. I seem to remember, or someone on the first ever in your house on a similar competition. It was that some house was won by like a thirteen year old kid, mm. and he sold it. I assume yeah. this is like a similar thing with this kid on here. Wait That's... a minute, oh, you might discuss this while I was turning my lights on. But wasn't Todd Pettingill on NXT the other week? I don't know. Was I don't it? know. Was it? I don't watch NXT. Um, NXT takeover in your house. So he's backstage, on it. Oh, it might have been then. Wasn't Sean? It was wasn't Sean Mooney. Mooney. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, he was getting. He was. He was getting a beer and went to town. I was. I somebody get a beer for Mooney. <laughs> I think for Mooney. I think Pettingill might have his own sort of radio show now. He does he in New York. Was, so that's why he, he left. Yeah. He left yeah. WWF and. Interesting fact, which I think is true. That on his way out, he was like, well, I'm leaving, but I know this guy would be really good for it. Do you know who that guy was? Mooney. Michael Cole. Yeah. Michael Cole. Was that's so how Michael, he, he's that's in how this, Michael Cole got his break. Yeah. He's in this got, as well. That's how he got his break, because yeah. Todd Pengel was leaving, but he said, oh, how about this guy? 
On behalf of every wrestling fan everywhere, thank you, Top Eight. Because <laughs> like, we'd have been stuck with Josh Matthews, wouldn't we? <laughs> How cool is that? <laughs> Anyhow, my, um, so there's a, a young kid. He's he's one. They get to pick a number of the one to fifty off the United States. I think one to hundred, isn't it? I thought it was fifty. I thought it was hundred. There's a big WWF flag right now. Yeah. I even watching this. No. Do you know why I wasn't watching it? Because there was a really creepy man holding Sonny too close. <laughs> oh, my God. And he claimed he looked like Stone Cold. Uh, well, he was bald. He was bald in a cool thing. And yeah. shots, shots. What, what was great, the best insult about him was, was someone said, you can pick up cable on his ears. Oh, it was pretty... they, they were sticking out. And that isn't <laughs> so, a very similar insult to something I, someone I used. When I said you could probably put Wi-Fi up on his ears, <laughs> it's, um, it's, yeah, it's it's King was having a go there for He's yeah, old enough, just... so gloss, and it's, oh, he's older about the. It was like those um, cheeks. You know that Twitter thread that went round of that guy weirdos that access uh, that prompos guy. Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. it the same? Was that were they all the same guy? Yeah. No, he was in a lot of them though. Yeah. No, he's the same guy. The guy with the long hair and then the short hair. It's the same guy. The guy with Becky Lynch where she's like clenching her fist and yeah. they do it like Alexa Bliss and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say now, right, everyone, for you listening, if you go to Access and you meet the stars, keep your fucking hands off. <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever have to say it, but people aren't listening, are they? <laughs> keep your hands off. I think I might put my hand on right. your shoulder, you know. <laughs> yeah, but there's a bit different to that than holding someone around the waist or in this weird guy's by the boot here no, I put you on the big show do you mean you did a weird hand thing with Primo or Epico <laughs> yeah yeah I did that as well with one, one, one of the Colons do you want a weird hand thing he put his fist down <laughs> so, right no let's get into the story let's clarify right now right? I was going to you know suggest we do like a WrestleMania Diaries thing in April but no we should we should clarify this right now right what happened was I wanted to go to the Elimination Chamber. Right? Because it's cool to go and say you'd be in it, right? But you can't just go in and get your photo taken on your own. You've got to get in with the superstars. And in there was the Colognes, right? Which, which one? And I, was, I don't know. And as I was queuing, one of them wanted to go to the toilet. And the guy with access was like, oh, if anyone doesn't want to doesn't want to wait, then Prima or Epico isn't, isn't here. Do you want to come through? And I was like, yeah, I'll just go through because, you know, I just want to go in the other chamber. And you wait in the pods and it's really cool because the light shines up on you. It's a new chamber. So you're in the plexiglass and like you wait in the pod and you go, you go your turn and you go in. And he stuck his hand out and I thought we were doing the shield pose. So I just stuck my hand out as well. <laughs> I don't know it's, what he was doing. It's the weirdest photo of all time. <laughs> I, I, I still don't know what he was going for. I just assumed it was that. So I've got a photo of me in the Elysian Chamber with Primo Epica doing the shield buzz. Oh, it's so weird. Oh, my word. It's so weird. I've been inside the Elysian Chamber now, right? Yeah, that is true. The, fair, was, this... the, ring, the ring cameras were surprisingly soft. To be fair, though, this guy probably wished he was in Sunny this night as well. Uh, oh, <laughs> God's sake. You had, yeah, you had to. You almost as Pear Beat as, as Pettingill in the air. Oh, Pettingill in this as well. Oh, this this segment goes on for bleed. It goes on for about 20 years. Oh, it was horrendous, but also possibly my favourite segment of the night. I'm not going to say like, what happens. I'm just going to read out my notes. So I put <laughs> Pettingill, Pear Beat on phone. Gross. 
<laughs> it's not even subtle. <laughs> no one is answering. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Far too long. Just awful. No one even wins. <laughs> I will break this down for your listeners. So there's a they've got a coffin full of a million dollars. These two win. <laughs> These and at first, they weren't, they weren't acknowledging it was a coffin until I think it was chairman. They got to win that coffin. <laughs> the, the kid and the bald guy have picked a number each with which has a key. The bald guy seemed really familiar. Are we sure it was it just incredible? Oh god, it was. So like, it was Anzi. Can, can we just forget? Can we just forget him for a minute? And then we have Todd Pettengill's got a list <laughs> of numbers which he he places. He asks the ladies to place in their test, chesticular region and it was just a little bit below. I imagine, right? I know we say on this show <laughs> it was in the past and it's different now, but I can't imagine this ever being acceptable. And he then sort of makes jokes that he would like the phone number a little bit lower so he can pair on the ladies' boobies. He then rings numbers. People don't answer. One guy is in the competition and isn't even watching SummerSlam, which is incredible. <laughs> they all pick a key and none of these keys open this million dollars and they all get 5,000 saving co- coupon bond. It, 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 it is bizarre. I'll tell you what I loved about it, though, was you could tell that Vince was just finding hilarious. <laughs> he wasn't doing his normal, oh, this is awesome kind of voice. You, just, you could just hear him go, ha, 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 ha. Every time just... it went wrong. It was just the way the guy. It was just the way the guy. They went to the guy. Are you watching SummerSlam? Are you watching SummerSlam? No, <laughs> my cable provider doesn't provide it. Oh, well, uh, and then Tom like, "Well, you need a better one than don't you, son?" He got booed out like the governor of New Jersey. And anyone my cable provider doesn't. He was getting on video from his mate the next day, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, percent. And and then in in the shot of it, no one won the million dollars. No one. And the ladies were there just to get the boobies. Boobies looked at by Pettengill and have the bald tree feel them up. Oh, I know she was getting paid, but Sonny was well annoying all the way through this. Just annoying. It all, the whole thing annoyed me. It was the worst thing ever. Lou, I'm well aware you wrote the most notes for this. So, <laughs> say your piece, Lou. Why was this your favourite show? I think it was mainly... So Vince, Vince just found it hilarious, which I found hilarious. It was just... <laughs> like, it's the way he it. set this up as well. Uh, King is shitting on the ball guy all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> then I thought, oh my god, this goes forever. And then the guy at the end, you know who opened it? Yeah. Was that or was that not Bill Gates? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, I thought that as well. <laughs> Do you know that could have been, and this is going to be really niche, but for all you Nathan For You fans, yes. was that or was that not the Bill Gates impersonator of Nathan For You? <laughs> I believe it was, yeah. Which is, obviously, this is 23 years ago, so it could have well been him. <laughs> it was him. Yeah, let's just say it was. Interesting fact. It was. He appeared on Nathan For You 23 years later. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> well, he had two episodes about him on Nathan For You, didn't he? No, yeah, two made about him. He's been, he's been in loads, hasn't he? He was in loads of the final series. I think. There's, there's the one where he's looking for love, isn't he? Oh, I've not seen that one because it's two hours long. I just have not it's, got myself to watch it. It is hilarious. It is so funny all the way through. Do you need to watch it? Well, we'll do a restaurant special. Nathan yeah. and <laughs> to you and around. That's a podcast. So, that. If you'd have carried on doing it, we could have done that. So, yeah, that whole segment was a complete waste of time. So, we'll move on before we spend any more time on it, despite loose protests. <laughs> 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 it was just Vince. 
<laughs> Look at this, it's going wrong. <laughs> There's nobody in. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to something which I imagine. Oh, I'm going to put a fisherman again now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on to something that I imagine Vince loved as well. Uh, so, this is the British Bulldog against Ken Shamrock for the European title. So, British Bulldog's a champion, and if he loses, he has to eat dog food. I mean, that Vince is all over this, isn't he? I'm sure this happened uh, like last year with Roman Reigns. He didn't eat it. He's got covered in it. Him and well, he's still it. got dog. No, he's losing his dog food in the end, but Baron's got last in it. Yeah. Yeah, there we the go. Business, then. as they say, is cyclic. Yeah, <laughs> God, so we're going to get it again in 23 years. So. Yeah. <laughs> this is slightly better than the Rock first Bulldog <laughs> dog shit. No, that was great. Was that Michael Cole? The dog poo. The dog poo. <laughs> and the dog poo. <laughs> Oh, oh God. Did you dog push her? Yeah. So, Shamrock only made his wrestling debut in April. He was obviously the referee for Stone Cold and Bret Hart. They're really playing up how he's the sort of most, well, most dangerous man in the world, or one of the world's most dangerous man. But he's, I mean, they're saying he's, he's quite, he's not used to wrestling. Did he not wrestle in Japan before? Yeah, I was just saying he's not used to wrestling, though, so it feels like he's new. And they Although, don't, to fair, he did say, partic- Vince did say WWF, didn't he? Oh, not, like, not like that knowledge. That's fair, they normally acknowledge Japan, don't they? Because they always acknowledge um, AJ Styles as yeah, maybe that's a later on thing where you can't... In this, you could pretend it didn't exist in this era, couldn't you? Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think he did say like oh, he's not used to the WWF style rather than saying professional wrestling as it were. Yeah. I mean, I thought this match was, was pretty pretty decent. Um, There's a hilarious botch suplex outside. <laughs> He's going to suplex him into the stairs, and he just collapses. I'm pretty sure one of them slips. It's probably that bloody cake from T in there. <laughs> was it T in there? WCW won it back at the beat. Yeah, that cake. Oh, yeah, bloody Ric Flair's kid won it. David Flair. Yeah, in his pants. Right, in the archives, go watch it. It's terrible. Yeah, in his pants. He took his, he took his pants off for some reason we still don't understand now. <laughs> Anyhow, we've segued a lot in this. They're just having a, a normal match until uh, Bulldog gets the dog food and slaps Shamrock with it. Shamrock snaps and hits Bulldog with the tin of dog food. He then gets DQ'd, so, so Bulldog wins, so he doesn't actually have to eat anything. Uh, and Shamrock just thinks, fuck this, and chokes him out for about an hour. <laughs> Almost as long as Todd Pettingill ringing people up a white in <laughs> and staring at boobies. Yeah, everyone comes out, all the refs, even Pat Patterson and Briscoe. Shamrock literally just suplexes everyone. It's seven minutes, and the surprising thing for me with this was they obviously built Ken Shamrock up as, as the world's most dangerous man, yet Bulldog got pretty much all the offense in this. I, I wrote two, six words. What was your six words, Piers? Very disappointing because of the ending. Yeah, but they, they did that to to save face, didn't they? I agree. Yeah, that, I I just thought it was a week. I just thought it was a weekend in the way that he hits him with one tin of dog food, and that's it. Do you know what I mean? And then, but I was really because I was really looking forward to this as well. Yeah. Being, I, was I thought I, I just thought I never got going. I I disappointed. Yeah, that, 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 that I just thought I never got going. That's what I mean. It just it it was too short for me. Get rid of mm. get rid of Godwin's versus Legion of Doom and I'd match on I, time on. I here. would go the opposite way. So I thought he was in that sweet in that in that non sweet spot, the unsweet the savory spot. <clears throat> where it was neither too long nor too it was just No, it was either too long or too short. I think what they could have done 
he's just had him snap like almost straight away against Shamrock. It's mm-hmm. absolutely mental. And just avoid having the match. He gets an actual match bloody mouthedness as well, doesn't he? But then he, when he looked like, it looked like yeah. at the end, it looked like like the most the world's most dangerous man when he was just absolutely. The crowd were loving it. I mean, yeah. So just, why why not just do like two minutes in? Just having batter him straight away. Mm. Yeah. If they're gonna, I always think if they've got an ending when it's a bit of a schmaz and this comes into like affecting a in a later match in a lot of detail. I I think you should just end it earlier because then it's not as disappointing. It goes two or three minutes. He eats some of the nuts or whatever. I don't know. It's some of the dog food, whatever he needs to do. Yeah. And then Shamrock just goes mental. But then, you know, you never, Bulldog could have been like, oh, I would have won it if that hadn't happened. But then Shamrock just got mental and without looking too weak. Yeah, but I, I think, think well, how long was it? Like six, seven minutes? Somewhere? Seven minutes. Seven. Yeah, I think it was just at that point where it was too long for one style, but too short for another. Just the exact wrong time for me. I, I, I feel you. I feel you there. I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, I thought it was all right. Um, but also, was... I like WCW, so like any match over two minutes, I'm like, ah, oh, please. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't like the main event then. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Christ. I just think it was, I just it was strange how much offense Bulldog got in on Shamrock. I guess if they're trying to play up, that is had to build up the, He was in the, the match against Shawn Michaels at one night only as well, wasn't he? so yeah, I guess they had yes. to build up him as well. No, but again, true. as Conrad always says, if you don't want to have a guy to lose, don't book the match. That is also true. We then move on to uh, Todd Pettengill again. He's interviewing yeah. Shawn Michaels uh, backstage. Um, so Michaels says he's going to be a, a fair and unbiased referee because if he's not, he can also not wrestle in the US ever again. <laughs> it's, we'll get there. There's, there's a lot. Um, then go back to the stipulations. Yeah, we go back to the, the commentary team talking about Shamrock, which is, which is weird. I mean, because they're just trying to fill time. Um, and then Vince... Well, they botch him any events. There's a ten man tag's coming up. It's clearly an eight man. The I graphic also that. says it's eight man. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're not commentary anymore, Vince. How dare you have any of them? If I was commentator and Vince is shouting at you, I would just replay this bit. It's not yeah. fucking easy, is it, Vince? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, as well, it, it's just not very good, is it, as an eight man tag match? We'll get there. So we've got a. We'll put a pin in that, Peters. We've got a video package of um of gang warfare. So, we've got three factions. We've got the Nation of Domination. And then Farouk goes a bit power trippy. Fires Savio Vega. So, he decides to make his own Puerto Rican gang called Los Bariquas. He also fires... music is great as well. Right. (laughs) He also fires Crush. Yeah, he was in the Nation. I didn't know that. Um, So, he decides to make his own biker gang called the Disciples of Apocalypse. So now all these factions hate each other, and we've got gang warfare. And that's leading to a match, apparently. Lost Breakers with Disciples of Apocalypse. Yeah. Rob, Rob likes, well, Terry Peters likes uh, Lost Breakers music. D-Way come out on bikes. The, it's not big enough for him to come out on bikes, so they end up just pedaling round. <laughs> just, a, just a shit undertaker, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, make Chuck Bull and Bull look good at this point, don't they? Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just weird. It's not very good. Um, it's just a lot of punching and kicking. And the, I don't blame Lost Bariquas. I blame the Disciples of Apocalypse. I think they were just genuinely rubbish. <laughs> they've, just, they've got four I, big lads. I've watched some of the Raws around maybe 98, 
and Skull and Eight Ball are terrible. As soon as soon as I saw the Disciples of Apocalypse, I thought these guys are terrible. And there's just a raw. They appear on it one week and then just disappear the next, never to be seen again. But Crush turns into bright is Brian Adams, who we covered at Bash of the Beach 2000. Who also sang um, Summer of '69. We did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Same guy. <laughs> so if you want that, viewers, <laughs> listen to the archives and check yeah. him out as well. God, there's a lot. There's, you know, this is what happens when you do it so many weeks, and it all links in. Love oh, it. Makes sense. It's, yeah. it's, all, it's almost like there was two wrestling companies and then they all just flitted between each other as well. Yeah, no one ever wants competition. It's <laughs> <Sacked laughs> only. Um, so halfway down, halfway through this match, the nation domination come down. You just see it. I, Johnson, he's looking like an absolute beast, and he? mm. oh, the man you not want to. He would have been WWF champion if he didn't get injured, wouldn't he? He got injured. He got he always got injured at the wrong time. He's got five kids. <laughs> Yeah, you can oh, still die right. five kids. It's not literally. Just saying, no. <laughs> I ain't the thing, Peter. You, you have like so many kids and then you're in no, I bet it's still hard, hard as nails now. Just to get back to this match, um, it's just a lot of brawling. The nation get involved, particularly Ahmed Johnson. They just start scrapping for no reason. Los Ricas win. So n- the crowd don't know what's happening. I'm pretty sure half of DOA don't know what's happening. Then there's a mass brawl. At the end, two DO, two members of DOA are just looking at their man get pinned. Literally, they just stood on the edge of the ring watching their man get pinned. It was nine minutes, and then someone in DOA goes and gets a bike and tries to run for everyone, and commentary <laughs> team are playing this up like it's the most scary thing ever, yet everyone just slowly steps to the side and carries on like now's happened. And it, it, takes the, it takes the piss going around the ring. Yeah. It's going to kick around. He's got to carefully like edge it around the ring. And it's like, oh, he's gonna run everyone over. <laughs> like, it's just... Ah, it's just terrible. Uh, Look, did you enjoy it? Uh... No. <laughs> Rubbish on it. I enjoyed it, but I think for the wrong reason too. We're getting, we're getting everything here. I think getting... the more I think about it, the more I just absolutely love Vince and commentary. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gonna run everybody over. <laughs> just, I loved it. What Do you think does backstage now? Do you think he just like? Has a right laugh with all the lads, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's coming? Like he you know when you see him on the thing is though, it looks like he's just a quite you have a look at the the other people who hate him are the people who've left, obviously. Yeah. But the people who like seem to really like him, don't they? Right, take it. Have you seen like, the have you, have you yeah. watched like, ride where Vince yeah. like, is he trying he take there's one point where Taker stood there and Vince like tried to take him down from behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seventy or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Say, Peters, um, did you enjoy this match? No, absolutely not. <laughs> it was terrible. It's not been a great middle, has it? This. <laughs> we often say this, don't we? Yeah. Um, well, that's just... proving that um, what everyone says about WWF in this area. It was, the main event was really good, but the undercard was also shite. Apparently, Armour Johnson left to do with his sister being ill. Apparently. Became a, became a carer, didn't he? Yeah, I think she she's unfortunately died, but yeah, he that's why he left the part, and then they went to WCW in '99. Yeah, as um, did he go out with a different name? And he sat, debuted at Sold Out 2000. Um, Kevin Nash, who was called in WCW. <laughs> Imagine. Big T. Big T. Big T. Don't remember he had that match against Booker T for the T. Because <laughs> Booker T actually lost it, didn't he? Yeah, he lost it to Big T. He was yeah. just Booker. <laughs> uh, it's a shame, really, that yeah, 
happened to it, Amma Johnson? Because he looks like an absolute beast. Oh, that Pearl River plunge as well is ridiculous. It just looked. It just looked like the most intense man ever. And you'd like maybe if he hadn't left. I don't know when he left, but the Rock might not have got his shot. It could have been Amma Johnson who um, took over Farouk as leader. He left '98. Um, mm. Yeah, '98. Where he, he his last the, his last appearance was at No Way Out of Texas alongside Shamrock and the Disciples of Apocalypse Against the Nation. Oh, right. So there you go then. There we go then. So moving on, we got the video package of uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin again Owen Hart. So this is for the Intercontinental title which Owen Hart currently has, uh, and if Austin loses, he will kiss Owen's ass. So. <laughs> That's the next match. Um, Owen Hart. It becomes, becomes a really important stipulation when he gets Yeah. There. Owen Hart, um, I found this absolutely hilarious. Come, came out with his Slammy Awards. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a good heel at this point. Isn't he? Owen He's, Hart's brilliant. Um, and then we get a weird section. We spoke about it a bit earlier on. Todd Pettengill's the reason he's here. Michael Cole tries to interview Stone Cold. Stone Cold's not yeah. having it. Did that not just ruin the aura of Stone Cold for you? Because I just want to wear the glass shower and him come out of nowhere. I don't want to see him walk up and get it red. Was, it, was a bit diff- it felt a bit different. Yeah. I don't want to see I, him. I won't say it ruined in the aura. I thought it was quite... Was, was Goldberg? No, Goldberg. It was before Goldberg, this wasn't it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, I didn't think it ruined it. I thought it was a bit different. It was a bit weird. It was more weird that Owen Hart's music was still playing, I think, when they were showing Austin coming to the ring. Yeah. But I don't know how you do otherwise. I was yeah. going to say, I think they need to, though, don't they? To I think it was just showing he was just a badass and he didn't play by the rules, didn't it, basically? Um, I guess. I just thought, I, I, you think of Austin, don't you? You think of the glass shattering out of nowhere and Austin appearing. That's the thing, isn't it? I just thought it was weird, I mean, but I am all for Michael Cole getting pushed away. <laughs> <laughs> so so that, that part I did enjoy. It's quite a good match. How... Uh, Starts working in the like literally straight away hits a chop block, which you don't see enough anymore. So. I really like that as a start. Great wrestling move. Um, he sort of works it around the post and everything, doesn't he? Um, he then starts working the fingers uh, and bites him at one point. It's funny because obviously Austin does the uh, the middle finger, doesn't he? He starts biting the middle finger and trying to break that. It's pretty good. Owen at one point tries to call a timeout and tries to walk off and. Uh, Austin goes and gets him, throws him back in. And then this is the bit which now we know what happens is awful. So Hart, Hart does a German suplex. The commentary team are talking about the damage to the neck and then Hart starts working the neck and it's horrendous because this is unfortunately the match where um, Owen does the pile driver, it breaks Austin's neck and Hart, Owen Hart does a great job of stalling but how on earth Stone Cold even moves, never mind, rolls him up, and then friggin' walks out is beyond me. So Austin wins with a roll-up, what he calls the worst roll-up in the history of the business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was because of the stipulation, wasn't it? So he yeah. couldn't lose. He just said, like, just damn no, no way I'm kissing a damn ass. So just... <laughs> I imagine that's exactly what he said in the ring as well. Yeah. But you can see straight away the ref's quite yeah. worried about him, isn't he? What do you consider? Vince's Owen... voice as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vince gets really concerned. As soon as Owen Hart does it, he's down with him. He stays down with him yeah. for a while, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. And, but, I mean... I'm, I just I, don't like this. I still cringe when I see pile drivers now. Yeah. The, I, only, one, the second, only one that looks safe is Undertaker drops on his knees and he's 
it looks fake as hell, but it looks at least it's not going to damage anyone. And they really showed this one. Oh, some problem. of these indie indie ones they do as well, where they do package power drivers and stuff like that. It, just, it makes me cringe. I much prefer where promotions which just ban the power driver. The only way you can do it is where you sort of land on your... You, you can only do it with it looking fake. I just don't think it's worth the risk. Yeah. That's it, yeah. The two we still get, because it's a legendary move. And he obviously puts them down on his knees most of the time. Or do Jerry Lawler's, where you pretty much fall on your back. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's the only way you can do it, where you sort of fall on your ass and there's no oh, God, it just looked it looked awful. But I was I was also thinking, I know obviously Owen Hart was a good worker, but how the hell was that meant to be safe? Because what was he meant to do differently? Austin's head was lower than Hart's yeah, Austin, knee, Austin lower was, than but that's lower it, but than like, but quads. He's put him in. Austin is one hundred percent in the trust of Owen Hart there. Well, apparently Austin didn't want him to do it, did he? Oh. And Owen kept saying, kept laughing it off and saying, no, oh, yeah, I'm not going to, or we'll, we'll, something like that. that was, yeah. I'm sure I read that somewhere. But yeah, I think the issue was Austin was too low down. He was trying, yeah. he was supposed it to was, be higher up. When, when you look, his head is below Owen. Where And if it had been higher, you'd, it, Owen's ass had landed on the ring first rather so, than. Yeah, Austin's head would have been between his legs and he wouldn't have actually yeah. touched him. Yeah, rather, rather than his, his I head. I agree. It's a stupid, it was a, a stupid move and just unnecessary. Yeah. Undertaker's in the main event. Really? Yeah. 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 Robbed us of years of Stone Cold. Yeah. But I was watching this closely because you can but, tell. But I would say. Working of Stone Cold then and what yeah. he did after. If he didn't have to keep going out for the next surgery, would The Rock have ever come to prominence? Well, that's it, isn't it? And you would say, could say the same about Triple H. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm like I said, it's ups and downs. There is, obviously. But I, guess, I guess in that sense. Like, I, I don't know if it would have robbed us of, of Stone Cold of that, that much more Stone Cold, to be honest. Mm. I couldn't see him going on like a Cena line for him. Because I think he was just getting burnt out creatively, wasn't he? Well, there's that as well, isn't there? There's the theory where you should end up on, on the top and um, everyone loved him because he wasn't... It's like Edge and Christian and all the brood. The brood was only like seven months, wasn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not actually that long. And things go on far too long and get ruined. Yeah. I still had a good run. I mean, when they retired, it wasn't free. wasn't free. Yeah, what I'm saying is, though, if, yeah. he'd, if he'd gone on another five years. Yeah. Oh, he would have lost his luster a bit, I think. Yeah. Like, t- maybe I love Undertaker, but these last six or seven years of Taker isn't. Yeah. yeah like, Taker says it in the thingy, you become a parody of yourself. That's it. At least we've never got Stone Cold popping up in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, actually Goldberg, which no one wants to see because it's yeah. 15 years too late. I got I completely want to see it. Yeah, you wanted to see it then. You don't want to see I'd, it now. I definitely watch it now. Well, you wouldn't. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> anyway, if it was Austin Goldberg now, oh, I'd 100% watch it. I'll offer it. Yeah, that's what I mean. You don't need to see it though, do you? You don't need to see it, but if it was on, I'm not <laughs> gonna say. I'm not gonna say now. I just think. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. Okay. Fine. You you go to Saudi and you watch it. <laughs> I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go live. I'm not gonna Saudi. Well go. It's interesting I'm watch over the world. <laughs> Crazy. But we'll get back to the match. It went 60 minutes. I thought it was a really really good match up until that point, which sours it for me. Yeah, it's it's hard to judge isn't it, after that. Yeah, the thing is though, it shows how much of a good. I know obviously in botched the power drive, but Owen was really really good as well, wasn't he? Let's be honest. 
Yeah, and Stone Cold was a better wrestler than he ever gets credit for. Yeah. He always says, that's a good mechanic. <laughs> I suppose that's the other thing, though. It's like, he it, it had to develop a brawling style, which was more popular. Or he didn't get him five stars in the Wrestling Observer, which I'm sure he's devastated it about. It worked more for his character. But yeah, he had that brawling style that it wouldn't have had otherwise. Yeah. Ted Peters, what do we think of the match? I, I liked it, to be fair. Like you say, apart from, obviously, the, the ending. But to me... Owens obviously accident was horrible and I think if he it never happened I'm sure he would have been the champ I yeah. think unfortunately he was just there at the time when Brett was there and that didn't work all that well for him sometimes yeah I would agree with that Lou what did you think? yeah again I thought it was a good matchup until that that point and yeah it's very it felt very awkward having Vince on commentary at this point because he could tell that something was up and he was like, oh shit, this is my investment. I don't like him re-showing it either. No. Wait until you know the damage if you want to re-show yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, like in football, if someone's clearly broke the leg, they don't show it, do they? Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think you should re-show it. I mean... I guess it's hard to tell, though, isn't it? Like, I, I know it obviously wasn't selling... It wasn't... It's just selling. Yeah. But I guess sometimes in wrestling it is hard to tell and like the difference between it. It was just when well the Akers was working the neck as well, weren't they, all the way through? Yeah, yeah I, I didn't realize they, they did put a lot of on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, eerie foreshadowing the end of the, the neck. Yeah. It, Credit to Stone Cold for, for getting up on Damn Shadow kissed his ass. That's what it'll do, yeah. You have to kiss an ass. That's what it'll do, yeah. yeah. Got that superhuman strength to not kiss an ass. Christ. It's just, isn't it just mind blowing that you actually managed to do anything? Mm-hmm. Christ. Uh, we'll move on to the to the main event. So we've got a Bret Hart vs. Undertaker video package. So the stipulations in this is if Hart doesn't win, you'll never wrestle in the US again. And if Shawn Michaels favours uh, Undertaker, he can't wrestle in the US again. Um, this is sort of during Brett's anti-US pro-Canada gimmick. Um, so Brett Hart comes out. Oh, it's also for the WWF title. <laughs> just, just a small, just a small. Undertaker the jam. So Brett Hart comes out and does his promo. Wants everyone to listen to the Canadian national anthem. Ah, uh, this infuriated me. Like Shawn Michaels came out second. No, Brett Hart, decide if your glasses are on or off. Yeah. What's he doing? doing? They're odd glasses, though, aren't they? I don't know how well they stay on. Yeah, but they're like they're, they're not on his forehead. They're just like just on his eyebrows. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Ridiculous. Shawn Michaels comes up second, um, which is weird. I think. Come up first. Yeah, I would have said come up first. Yeah, but then he couldn't have done the Canadian national anthem thing. Yeah, it? that's the only thing, isn't it? Um, he's wearing his, his credit where credit's due. You know, Randy Savage techno. He's he's wearing a, a referee top. So we actually know he's the referee. And like Randy Savage just comes out in regular gear. Oh, infuriating. That's in the archives as well at some point. I can't remember which match that was. Spring Stampede, it was uh, episode yeah. three. Episode three. Go back go back and watch that. Uh Jacob comes out, does his spooky looky thing. Yeah. <laughs> so he's on his own at this point because Paul Barry uh has gone from him to go with mankind. Remember that it plays a small part. 
the sad, fighting outside straight away, Shawn Michaels is trying to show his authority, and obviously Taker's not really listening. You know, there's a good bit where they start, uh, Brett won't let him search him, so there's a lot of animosity between these two. Shawn Michaels is like, come on, mate, I've got to do it. Uh, but then the Undertaker does, which I thought was weird. Mm. Yeah. The Undertaker's just like the scariest dude in the world. It's like, oh, I just check my boot. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. I just, I just like the way, how much emphasis you hear on Shawn Michaels as well, being like, I am the law and whatever other stuff that he says is great. Shawn Michaels is a great referee. I, yeah, I actually thought he did a good job in this. So at one point, Paul Bearer comes down. You can just hear him. You can't see him, can you? You just hear him at ringside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, so Taker goes for him. Uh, then Paul Bearer gets thrown out by Shawn Michaels. We didn't do the, the ref throw someone from ringside. <laughs> What? <laughs> Shit, I've just hit my microphone. Yeah, right. <laughs> out of here. Yeah, out of here before Peter's wrecks everything. Before I wreck my, before I wreck my spare room on a yeah. Tuesday evening. <laughs> and then uh, Hart does his figure four on the ring post, which I always love. Pillman and, and Owen Hart come out. Taker goes after him. He then hits a choke. Taker hits a choke slam on, on uh, Bret Hart. Yeah, but Shawn Michaels is getting rid of Pillman and Owen, so he doesn't see it. So he can't make the count. Taker's, Taker's really, really not happy about this. <laughs> sort of threatens him because he would have had the match win. It's a high choke slam as well, isn't it? It was, it's really good, high. yeah. yeah. Got a lot of hate on that. They then, Taker gets put in the sharpshooter and it, it sort of, they allude that it's the first person to ever break the sharpshooter, which I guess was a must have been a well-protected finish at that time. Yeah, it, I guess so. But I guess if they knew he was going to the BCW at this point, so yeah, that's why not break on his way out. Yeah, you forget that, don't you? Because what is like a month later, isn't it? No, it's November three time. Months, three months. months. I was like, oh, it's not like, oh, Spavis Series yeah. in September. Three months. Hell in the cell first, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, because that's where because Paul Bear is coming out because obviously he comes out with Kane, doesn't he? Yeah, because there's another the there's another story with a secret or something going on at this time. <laughs> Russo, everyone had a story, didn't they? <laughs> Um, so Taker breaks the sharpshooter. So then Bret Hart does a sort of a weird sharpshooter around the ring post. I um, like that. Yeah, it's different, isn't it? Innovative. Clever. As he's breaking out of that, Bret knocks over Shawn Michaels. So oh, uh, Bret Hart gets a chair. Michael finds Michaels finds a chair, argues with Bret, saying, "Did you use it?" Bret's obviously not saying no. So this is disgusting. Brett spits at him for proper gobs all over him. Oh, it's gross, isn't it? It's disgusting. It's you, won't, you won't get that in the Rona days. It, it was disgusting before coronavirus. It's just... It's just all over his... Oh. Spits all the time, doesn't he? Yeah. Right, it's, it's, it's an absolutely disgusting thing to do. It's like camel, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, because he doesn't... Obviously, he's been screwed yeah. by Vince. But well, obviously, yeah. He's, he's got the hump. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so Brett spits at him. So uh, Shawn Michaels swings a chair, and this also made me feel really uncomfortable. Absolutely destroyed Undertaker. <laughs> Undertaker's cranium is. Crushed. Oh my god! How was it? How was he all with it today? After that, Christ, that's not doing anything. Um, so he's laid out Taker with a chair. Um, so Brett pins him. Shawn Michaels has to do the pinfall because he can't be biased. Um, counts on one, two, three. Um, and that's the match. Bret Hart is the new champion. I think it's his fifth WWF championship. Taker obviously goes after Michaels and this is the start of their feud. Um, Brett celebrates with everyone. 
28 minutes. Well, you famously said about half an hour ago, anything over two minutes upsets you. So what did you think of this match? Yeah, I just think this is just a bit too long, actually. I just think when you get to a Schmoss finish, just get there quicker. That's not as weird. Do you not think they maybe had to add time on, though? Because we don't know when the uh, match previously was yeah, going to Yeah, possibly. I thought it was just a lot of filler, to be honest. Like, obviously, they're both good wrestlers. I mean, I don't think Undertaker at this point was as good as he turned out to be. I was thinking this. Do you not wish Undertaker had the mind he had during the Shawn Michaels feud of the WrestleManias, but with this body? Yeah, I mean, I think he probably mm. did have it. It just it was what didn't fit his gimmick. Yeah. I don't think Undertaker started having really good classic matches until Batista, 23. Yeah, until he come, he'd done American Badass and yeah, come back. Yeah, basically, he could sell. He could sell yeah. more. That was it, basically. Oh, as American Badass, it was terrible. Like, all his matches were awful. I'm just going to throw that out right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man home, so... Yeah, but Ollie didn't really do it. Uh, no, you said all of them. Yeah, but you know what I mean. All his singles matches. That's not true. He, he has a great match with Triple H where it's just a singles match, but they end up in the crowd. Ah, uh, it's all right. Yeah, yeah it was good. Also, what about, uh, the, about the Helm and Solar Brock Lesnar? All right, on average, his matches went <laughs> well, Yeah, don't come out with statements. Like, they're all rubbish. <laughs> yeah, but he won't ask it, though. Was he yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, WrestleMania Classic against fucking Airtrain, shall we? Yeah, yeah. It holds up. They <laughs> held the cell against Brock Lesnar, holds up. Yeah, that, that classic one where it's fucking fucking Airtrain and Tyson <laughs> Tomko everywhere. It wasn't a big show. Yeah, it was a big show, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like classic stuff. Oh, it's, it's classic feud with fucking Heidenreich. It was really, yeah, really good stuff on it. On so, 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 yeah, but what about before? He's with the feud with Giant Gonzalez. Yeah, it was shite. That's what I'm saying. After Batista, I mean, it's only three. That's why he started having good matches. I would, I would, was that Rich, before? Richard Heats just banged a gong in the background, by the way. <laughs> I might have just, I've just pushed some of metal on the side. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know what the fish is doing, so crazy. Oh, well, that was surrender. <laughs> that was the worst thing I've ever read. Alright, so what I'm saying is, right, Undertaker, American Badass, wasn't that good, was he? Loved him. Actually, I had that match against Jeff Hardy, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so you're it. just shitting on your own point, though. You don't know what you're talking about. What about that great match you had with Hogan? No, that wasn't very good, was it? <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking. No, I, I, I think it was, I'm sure there's like about a year away. It was just shite. He wasn't very good when WCW came in. He was yeah. he was the like the WWF guy, and he like that series of DDP could have been good, but he wouldn't let DDP get any offense in. Yeah, yeah. That's match with Ric Flair where he just beat, literally beat Ric Flair down for 15 minutes. Yeah, and then went to David Flair. What? Yeah, and then yeah, and so, yeah, so he had like a bad GM. Yeah, like 2001, 2002 was it? Just terrible. Yeah. When he comes back and everyone's like, oh yeah, I'm, I was dead, but now I'm just a random biker for some reason. Yes. All right. But yeah, <laughs> what's the point? Yeah, so he wasn't as good as he turned out to be later in his career, for whatever reason. Possibly his, half his gimmick and half his rest of mind, I would think. So you would think, like, Brad and the Tech of 28 minutes, so that's going to be a classic. But it was it was okay, wasn't it? I feel like they've had better. Did they have, I think yeah. they had better match, didn't they? I still enjoyed it, though. Yeah, it was, it was alright. It went a bit too long for me. It's like, get to the point. It, but I guess for me, I'd hard. seen the card before and I knew where he was coming. I knew where he was coming to. Mm. But sometimes, yeah, I think Schmoz. You can't go any more than 15 minutes with Schmoz. Yeah, it did, it did start slow. 
Um, a lot of psychology, but not a lot of action would be how I would I would say it. Peters, what did you think? As good uh, as, good as um, Goldust, best Brian Pillman. Uh, I would say it was. Yeah, I, it was a little Which bit I too. It was well. a little bit too long for me. It was weird seeing Brett as a heel. Because usually he's the face, isn't he? So I yeah. thought that was a bit to odd. You would be, to you, he would be the face. Because that's how it works on it. Because you're English. Well, yeah. It's specifically called out as Canada in Germany for some reason. Yeah, that was <laughs> weird. In Europe, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was big in Germany at the time, actually, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Still is. Yeah, um, but I noticed Apple. Shawn Michaels as well was arguing with someone in the crowd and he just said to him, you can kiss my ass. Which was... <laughs> Great, classic. But that chair shot at the end as well was absolutely horrific. I did like Sean counting the one, two, three and how pissed off that he looked that he'd had to do it as well. He sort of chucks his shit, his arms up in the air, spins around and then just goes away. Yeah, I, I also love the fact Sean Michael was outside the ring when he counted it. <laughs> did he do that? Do, do you think uh, Vince regrets putting the belt on? Vince regrets putting the belt on Brett, knowing what happened at Summer uh, Survive Series. Absolutely not. In hindsight, is, in hindsight is think, the best thing he ever did. Yeah, I yeah. think Vince would not change a thing because it made the WWF, it made Stone Cold, it made Vince, it made every, it made everything. It turned the money that was around. It got rid of Brett, which he wanted to do because he was on too much money. It made Stone Cold a massive, well, one of the, the probably the biggest wrestler ever, and it made Vince probably the best heel in the business. 100%. I don't think... He wanted to get off common chain. He had an events. Yeah. That was perfect his. way. I also can't believe the amount of crap that was chucked at Bret Hart as well at the end. That's just, it's a thing now, isn't it? Wrestling. Yeah, it is at this time. Because you look at... I, I, I miss Because can you imagine that now, right? If that happens now, Bret Hart, despicable heel, wins the title. You get some douche with like 10 replica belts just clapping going, oh, well done, Bret. You is deserve it. Yeah. It. yeah. Just, uh, rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I miss the old, the old proper like get into it with the crowd, and, like pretend it's real. Yeah, but you can actually be heels. But then I think the wrestlers don't help themselves. Where you've got to protect your gimmick to a certain point. MJF does this really well. Like, everyone just thinks he's a dick. Mm-hmm. The problem but, is social media. The, yeah, that's it. The problem is social media. Where Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns are in an absolute blood feud, it's going to hell in a cell and whatever, and then. They're out in Italy posing together. Any of that. Oh, like um, Sasha Banks is in the. I mean, don't get me started. Sasha Banks. She ain't got the time, but she's in a field with somebody, and then she's wishing them happy birthday. Just you can yeah. use, social, but use social media as the heel you are. Depends yeah. how you do it with social media. I find it weird that they play in both the character and the wrestler. Pick one or the other. I have two accounts. Yeah, so I mean, so if they're using the real names, it's just I think Braun Strowman is that, is that, doesn't he? He does say I play I play Braun Strowman on TV, but mm. this is my account. Yeah, but it don't look good if you're an average wrestling fan and you see these two guys absolutely hate each other and then they're posing. I, with the I, I, I don't know. Like everyone thinks it's you know if you saw like Josh Brolin and Robert Downey Jr. hanging out, you're not going to think all oh, the Avengers is ruined. No, but I would liken it to, and I heard this or somewhere else. I think it was Wade Keller's podcast. It's like a stand-up comedian. So imagine having Jonathan Pye, who does, who was very anti-Tory, and find out he actually votes Tory. He's he's gone. He's finished. 
if he you wouldn't you you won't go to his you won't ever go again. It's like finding out Joe Wilkinson's not a loser. You, you, you can't then ever think he does his stand-up show and you think, well, I know this isn't true. I find yeah, out, find, you know, find, like Russell Howard like talks lots of shit, and everyone knows that everyone still likes his stuff. Yeah, but it's yeah. You know, all, his sto- all his stories are made up, every single one of them. Yeah, but it's there's still. This all is the- true, right? I swear, I swear to God, this is true. Imagine you're lying. You're lying, Russell. Imagine if Jack D was happy-go-lucky, or if um, John Richardson was like a ladies' man. Do you know what I mean? It. You, yeah. You I, have- I, I saw. I saw. I get what you mean. I don't you know if it applies to, to You have to keep the same thing because it has to be believable. Oh, does, the, does the Undertaker have to be dead? But no, but... In real life? <laughs> yeah, but it's not hard. It's not hard. He, not... To like, he, goes to, he goes to like Walmart or something. Does he have to get pushed in the coffin and just kind of like pull out? You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah, but that's... I don't know. I think, I think these days... It's not hard. Really it's not hard to separate yourself at all. Yeah, I, I, I think for, for wrestling, it doesn't matter. Just don't put a post, don't put a picture on Instagram if you also got the same thing. It's weird that you both. Do you know what I mean? Like, if it's like, yeah, because Becky Lynch used to blur the line all the time, and it's like, is it Becky Lynch or is it Rebecca Quinn? Who's talking here? That's what I don't get. You know when they got like the real names on their Instagram? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to kick your ass tonight. So, well, who is? Like, just have it one or the other, but then I think it doesn't matter too much. Like Adam Chair, whatever he's called, Braun Strowman. Like, yeah, it's just the guy who goes fishing hunting. Yeah, right. Just have two. Just have Ray two. Wyatt's got it. He's, he's, just, he's just him. I, mean, I don't think it's ruined the fiend. He don't post on it, though, does he? Not that much, no. I just uh, just think it's not, uh, to, it's not hard to protect the gimmick. I think people would be doing more. We all know it's fake. I guess it's, I guess it's what you see as wrestling is nowadays, but I see it more now as just a. Serial TV show than I used to. So for me, it doesn't matter. Like I'm not. Yeah, but if you've got a serial TV show and I don't know what, what you like Marvel films. So if Robert Downey Jr. is is then tweeting things out as Iron Man, but pretending. Yeah, this is what I mean. This is what's weird. Fan. Yeah, that, that's fans. why it's weird. If he's like, oh, I've got an Iron Man account, and also Happy Birthday fan ass. <laughs> yeah, that's really... weird. But if Robert Downey Jr. He's tweeting Josh Brolin and saying, happy birthday, mate. I have no issue with that. I just think he needs to decide, is it a gimmick or is it not? Then I don't care. Braun yeah. Strowman's is fine because he makes it clear that it's Adam Shear and he plays Braun on TV. Well, I get so that. So it's like, like, in that case, whatever. But yeah. if it's like Sasha Banks, who's also called Mercedes, what's her name? can't remember her name, Mercedes something, isn't it? And she's got both on there, like some of them do. Carmella, I remember her name. So Carmella has got Carmella WWE as a handle, but her username is like Leah Van Dale. Yeah. Who are you? Who are you? I'm pretty sure Zach Ryan who's the same thing. Yeah, he's yeah, not Yeah, that's why he got released. Yeah, and I, I just <laughs> think... Yeah, I, I just think it needs to be one of the other. It's weird. Yeah, I would agree with that. Social media, and that's, I think that's why fans that. Like I remember, I know we, he gets a bit of a bashing on the show, but Jericho, he said on a podcast where he was playing a, one of the biggest heel in WWE, and he was in a lift with somebody, and this guy oh, said, oh, can, my kid have, "Can my kid have your autograph?" And Jericho really wanted to give it to him, but he just said no. That's like a dick because he can't go in that arena, and then he's doing his heel promo, and someone goes, "Yeah, I hate that guy," and this other guy says, "Oh no, he's not that bad. He's he the he's yeah, the kid's yeah." It, it it relies on the fans buying into it as well. Like, 
I don't know. I guess wrestling fans are weird <laughs> in that sense of like when you, oh, well, we are because we're doing this podcast. <laughs> kind of when you can overanalyze it too much. But again, to go back to the Marvel films, no one came out of Endgame and said, oh, mate, Thanos got buried. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they overpushed Iron Man like way too much. Like, Iron Man's been like eight films and like he's not, he's not lost once. Like, like, we're sick of Iron Man. He's getting shoved down our throats. I guess wrestling is just a, it's just a different beast. What is wrestling? Wrestling is its own thing. And yeah. I've, I've but it's like it, it goes into us, doesn't it? Because it was it the Rock and Jason Statham refused to lose the fight to each other, and the um, Fast and Furious. <laughs> is that because the Rock's a wrestler? <laughs> well, I don't know what it was, but apparently that was a thing in the contract, so it does happen in other. Yeah, I I as well. But it's just weird, isn't it? It's just wrestling's odds. Like I've never watched a film and thought, ah, oh, I wish that guy was was. The body. <laughs> and you don't watch yeah. Die Hard and think, oh, I wish Hans Gruber was the good guy saving yeah, the world. That's what I mean. Yeah, they should really turn Bruce Willis heel. <laughs> it should really make Bruce Willis kill all the people because I'm not enjoying him as a good guy. Yeah. I guess it's just. Um, it's just wrestling. Yeah, wrestling it, yeah. You can't. I don't think you can link wrestling to anything else. It's his own thing in it. But, you know, that was summer slime. I, I, I apologize. I've just spoiled Endgame for anyone who's not seen if it. If you've not seen it now, get a grip. Yeah, I haven't seen. I saw it two years later. Yeah, well, I think for for me, spoilers. You've you've got until it goes off at cinema. If it's still on at cinema, then yeah, say spoiler alert. Join us next week on Wrestling Round, where I reveal who Luke Skywalker's dad is. (laughs) (laughs) Did they read the theory that they knew that was going to happen all the time because Vader's father in German? I thought it was going to happen all the time. Was... No, apparently it won't go, no. I did also read a theory, oh, we're just going to Star Wars now, that apparently Jar Jar Binks is meant to be a manipulative heel. <laughs> but because, and he was meant to just come across and he was like, man, I'm the the main bad guys. But then because everyone hated him, they just they brought him out. <laughs> he was just rubbish, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, some of the segue at the end then, didn't we? Interesting chat, though. This is where you join wrestling around. You love the chat. That was SummerSlam 1997. Tay Peters, as a whole, what did you think of the show? You maybe give it a score out of 10. Six and a half. Yeah, oh, I would. Uh, I think there was. Uh, yeah, hang on a minute. Four, four decent matches. Hang on a minute. I'm going to throw this out there right now. I don't know this for a scientific fact. But how many episodes? Is this episode six, 17 or 18? 18. 18, 17. Something like that. Right. I'm pretty sure, Tay Peters, that in. At least ten. You've given six and a half. I'm just gonna throw that. <laughs> All right, six point seven five. There you go. Six and a half every week, isn't it? What are you saying, Lou? Hey, that's a serious accusation, does Raul? You seen ten years is full of shit. <laughs> I've said ten years since I've got that pens. Six oh, and a half. Every I, week. I definitely have some points. All right, this this this, this show no, had your favourite match I've... of all time. Six point seven five. No, Peters. No, no, six point seven. Have, have some conviction. If you think it's six and a half, you no, say no, six and a half. Fine. I'll let it bully you. It's fine. <laughs> no, I, I think he's right. To be fair, so it's six point seven five. Could have a t-shirt oh. six and a half. Two Peters. Two folding like a cheap suit. Hey, there you go. Six point seven five. I'm saying, I'm saying no far. But I would say this is your show. It's six point five. <laughs> I said six point five all day long. I think this. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd think I'd give it. Go, 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 six, six and a half. Having <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this show perfectly highlights what everyone says about WWF in this era, where the undercard is utter shite, but the the, the upper card yeah. is is good. The main event. Yeah. 
and yeah, thank because it was the opposite of WCW, wasn't it? When they said the main event was crap, but the undercard was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I definitely disagree with, but yeah. <laughs> it's how we're doing. Get off it, man. <laughs> Wait till next week. And Jay Leno's in the middle. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, we'll get that in a second. Lou, what did you think of the, of the pay-per-view as a whole? Yeah, six and a half. Was that <laughs> right? No, it was... Um... He's, he's fuming, Peter, isn't he? He's not sure he's fuming. <laughs> <laughs> Called you out. So, um, yeah, I... I I thought it was. It was I, I certainly wasn't bored. It certainly wasn't the worst match, worst shows we watched. It was a bit. Yeah, it was in that weird transition period. I thought it was interesting. So that much. Like I think when we watch all these early, or late nineties, but early like Attitude Era ones, I think they're quite interesting because they're not quite there yet. Are they? They're not in like full gear yet, as it were. Yeah. But they get they get in there. Um, so yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was interesting show. Yeah, yeah. This is well, literally right before the Attitude Era, depending on how you look at it. Do you look at it as? DX starting or do you look at it as a screw job or some people, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 13 or some people say when Goldust came in don't they yeah. that, that was a big change but it's right it's right at the beginning or just before but yeah I thought it was alright but as we just alluded to next week a big change we're jumping a year forward but we're going to WCW we rode wild so if you love more bikes and Harleys and you like a ring in the middle of Lord of Howlers and you and you love talk show hosts teamed up with DDP. <laughs> this is the show for you. Lou, why would why would people possibly want to listen to Road Wild Night Eight? Oh what you just said. Like what's not to love? Chill, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think that every time we say WCW pay per view, we're always laughing at the card. Is that what WCW was? <laughs> you love it so much. It's just great stuff, on it. It's just they, they pushed the bar out, tried something different. Got Jay Leno. I'm surprised they didn't make him champion. <laughs> if only. Say <Tay> Peters. <laughs> Jay Leno, champion. I'm WC champion of you. You seen this? Have you heard about that? <laughs> oh, the great stuff. Say Peters, as the uh, rest of the rounds, the resident WCW critic. I can, he's fuming already, but that might be just because Luke called Joe ten minutes ago. Uh, are, you, are you looking forward to World Wild 98? Uh no, are you not are you not intrigued to see how it would have worked? No, not at all. What the fuck's Jay Leno doing in a wrestling ring? <laughs> well, no, no, he's not just in the wrestling ring. He's in the main event. I know that's what I mean. There's a great shot where he wins a test of strength against Hulk Hogan, but we'll get to that. Right? <laughs> he's wearing some like sort of weird jogging pants in it. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen the the videos. It's gonna wear a tough leg. You're gonna watch the full thing next week. Yeah. Are you not intrigued to see um, how a pay per view that Bischoff only set up because he wanted to go to a motorbike convention? It's gonna be run for three years. It's gonna be a car crash, you know. A car crash. Car crash. No, don't don't motorbikes. Uh, Uh, Alright, a motorbike crash. Yeah, it's gonna be horrendous. This might cheer you up though, Peters. The week after, I've done SummerSlam 2010. Oh, it looks tasty. Have you seen it before? No, but I'm just looking at the card now. It looks like a tasty little morsel. Who's on top? Go on, give us a little teaser. Team WWE versus Team Nexus. That's your main event. Nice. There and you go. You also get Kane and Rey Mysterio for the World Heavyweight title. What we've all been asking for. for years. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly, I think we're doing the the two consecutive Bret Hart SummerSlams. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. It's in the main event of this one. It was in the main event of 2010. Is it in the main yeah. event? Yeah. yeah. 
It's not the same as every week. See, I missed the Nexus, so I don't understand the hype. Well, so you'll, you'll see. No, you are you, you are saying this. What do you want to see in the video packages? <laughs> I just I just know. I've Bar- never actually seen that. I know it's, it's infamous. I know Wade Barrett's never actually seen it. So. Yeah. Well, well, so you've never seen it then? But are you excited? Are you looking forward to it? I am. This you hear so much about this. It's like one of seen his greatest mistakes. One of the, one of the WWE's greatest mistakes. But we're gonna watch it. So that's that's in two weeks. So next week, Roll Line 98. The week after that, SummerSlam 2010. Mr. Fish, Terry Fish, where can we find you on social media? Bell Nation on YouTube, twitch.tv forward slash Bell Nation, Tez Fish Pod on Twitter, (laughs) (laughs) Bell Nation on Twitter, and RL92 on Instagram. the The main one is Tez Fish Pod on Twitter. I can confirm if you see um, Terry Fish into the mirror three times, then a fish head will appear on Terry Peters' head. <laughs> that is confirmed. So, so do that then. Lou, where can we find you on social media? Uh, at Lou Markham on uh, Twitter and Instagram. No, about Facebook. <laughs> Don't have me on Facebook, please. <laughs> um, and you can find me on Twitter as at the Ross M. And follow us all. On Twitter and Instagram at Res Around. That's W R E S Around. Oh, what's your what's your Instagram? Yeah, W R E S Around. No, because in the past week we've had a hundred more reviews. <laughs> it's um, I think. Oh yeah, it's that new one I've created called a uh, W R E S Around. <sighs> so we'll get there. Um, don't follow us on Facebook at Wrestling Around, and you know you have to wade your way through all millions of Indian and Mexican fans because <laughs> we've got them. You better believe it. Thank God. If you want to suggest a show or send us a, a comment or a question or ask Terry Peters where we got that fish head from. Oh, just ask us what's new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just ask us what's up. Pop up for a, a chat. Bunch. We're a friendly bunch. And, you know, if you look on our Facebook page, we have a really good reply rate to comments. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then have, have a direct messages on Facebook because we're open. Slide um, into the DMs. If, you, if you're a bit lonely and you need a chat, then there are some their own pods here. <laughs> uh, send us a, a question or uh, a show you want us to review, and we do anniversaries, so don't be suggesting one in October. Do not send us October in July. Say she's well upset. And you know, listen to the fucking podcast first. <laughs> yeah, on that. And then send us an email at wrestlingaroundoutlet.com. That's wrestlingaroundoutlet.com. Like, subscribe, and share. Uh, <laughs> I nearly said it correctly then. I had to just go back to <laughs> just to wind you on YouTube. Because lockdown's nearly over. It's not over, everyone. So put a fucking mask on, but it's nearly over. <laughs> put, if you have to put a fish head on, put a fish head on, but make sure that there's not a big gaping hole in front of it. <laughs> Terry Fish. Um, put us on YouTube, but we're going to be... Fish It'll be <laughs> that fish part Christ. We'll be ramping it up on there. And yeah, give us up five star reviews on that, because if you listen to the archives, we've promised loads of stuff. So. <laughs> and we need them. Yeah, give us it really really helps us out. But thank you for listening. And thank you for joining me, Lou, Terry Fish. Thank you. Thank you. And join us next week for Roldwell ninety eight. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.